Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. City FC is on the air. Harris scores on a beautifully flicked header, and Lou City leads it one to nothing over San Antonio in the 23rd minute. Right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. And then it fell right to number 22, Dylan Maris, and he scores his first Louisville City goal. Now, live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Tonight, a little bit of history is in store for us at Lynn Family Stadium because Louisville City FC is hosting its first ever international friendly. FC Kaiser Slaudern out of Germany is in town to take on the boys in purple. The first time that Lou City has ever faced a team from overseas. Thanks for joining us tonight. We're very thrilled to have you along on what should be an exciting, fun evening of soccer tonight at Lynn Family Stadium. I'm Jeff Milby. And we are thrilled to have Mario Sanchez, the Louisville City and Racing Louisville Academy Director. You may remember him as the interim head coach of Racing Louisville a couple of seasons ago. He is joining us for tonight's broadcast. And first of all, Mario, uh, looking forward to just hanging out with you for a couple hours. I think it's going to be fun to watch a soccer game with you. Uh, but welcome to the broadcast. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. Uh, happy to be here and uh, excited. I think you say first international match here. Um, I'm really curious to, to see how this plays out and it's going to be fun for I think for everybody and uh, on, on both sides of it, you know, to see you know an international team here at Lynn's Family Stadium is great, and then an opportunity for our boys uh, to to get challenged by a completely different type of opponent, which is always um, I think in the middle of the season it's fun to do. It should be a good atmosphere as well. Uh, about a 200 Kaiser Slaughter fans, I'm told, are going to be in the in the stadium tonight. When I was coming in, there were a number of them out in the parking lot, chanting, making noise, tailgating a little bit. Uh, they're, they're gathering over on the far side of the stadium from where we sit. So hopefully it'll be a, a nicely charged atmosphere. But as far as the game itself, Mario, I think if you talk to Danny Cruz and he were speaking honestly, he might be a little bit frustrated with the timing of the game <laughs> because Louisville City right now, you know, maybe not playing their best soccer. They're yeah. in fifth place in the Eastern Conference. They're coming off of a long trip out to Phoenix over the weekend where yeah. it was a 2-2 tie. Uh, managing this for him becomes a little bit difficult, right? Because yeah. he wants to save his players for the games that count in the standings. Yeah. Uh, but he also wants to put on a good performance before the fans and represent the club well. Right. So in his, from his perspective in your shoes, uh, it, it seems like a difficult thing to do today, right, for Danny Cruz? It is. It's, it's tough to manage because I can tell you what the players want to play. Um, you know, for a lot of these guys, the opportunity again to play international team doesn't happen very often. Um, you know, so there's that aspect of just managing the players you have, and you know, those guys are going to want to play. Got a league game, important league game coming up on Saturday, so there is. You know, what I mean, and at the same time, it, it is an opportunity to get better. And sure, some players who maybe not receive as many minutes as that they have and would have liked to have, it's an opportunity for them to kind of prove themselves uh, to Danny and the staff and. 
you know, to kind of put a marker down and say, hey, you know what, you know, I'm ready to play and step up. And to that point, seven kids out of the academy that, that you will know very well have been added to the roster for this game tonight in addition to the players who were already on USL Academy contracts for Louisville City. So if you're with us in the second half of this game, this will be a little bit of a different look Louisville City team than maybe you're familiar with, but there's some really good players out there, some really good stories, and a great opportunity uh, for those players to play on this stage against a, a high-quality opponent out of Europe. Uh, talking about balancing the league uh, and this friendly, Danny Cruz, he spoke to reporters yesterday, and he, he again talked about balancing the friendly against league play. Here's what he had to say. Just a little bit. We obviously wanted to try to give these guys a little bit of information so that they weren't surprised uh, once they get onto the field. Um, but again, you know, we're, we're trying to balance making sure we're preparing uh, for, for the game this weekend as well uh, and as well as tomorrow because tomorrow's important. It's a good opportunity for guys to, uh, to show well. It's a good opportunity for us to show what Louisville City is, and uh, we, we are uh, certainly looking forward to it. So those are the thoughts of Danny Cruz on one of the difficulties about this game. Plenty to talk about. We've got about 10 minutes to go until kickoff is scheduled for a few minutes past 8 o'clock here at Lynn Family Stadium in Butchertown. We'll tell you more about FC Kaiser Slaughter and tonight's opponents for Louisville City when we return after this first commercial break. Again, you're listening to Louisville City Soccer tonight, their first ever international friendly, an international exhibition match against FC Kaiser Slaughter out of Germany. More to come on the other side of the break. You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium, where we are getting you ready for tonight's international friendly. Louisville City hosting FC Kaiser Slaudern out of Germany. And if you are a soccer fan, you wouldn't be wrong to have not heard of FC Kaiserslautern, especially if you are a recent soccer fan, because in recent years they've been out of the spotlight. They are a team that is in the second division of German soccer, but they have a long and illustrious and proud history. They date all the way back to 1900. They are a four-time champion of Germany, most recently in 1998. And they are very, uh, they have a huge and very proud and boisterous fan base. They average 40,000 fans at their home games. By their count, that's the largest average home attendance for any second division team in the world. And as we mentioned, a good number of them have made the trip both from Europe and also from around the United States here tonight for this game. I say from around the United States because there is also a sizable American following for this team. Kaiserslautern in Germany is home to a 50,000-person large American Armed Forces base. Many of those Americans have adopted FC Kaiserslautern as their team, and many of them have made the trip here to Lynn Family Stadium tonight. I was speaking with some Kaiserslautern fans earlier today. They made the trip themselves from Europe for this game, and they knew someone coming from Texas, driving up from Texas for this game. So this is a big occasion, even if it is an exhibition game, a friendly for them. Their season ended just a couple of weeks ago, but they are already gearing up for their 2023-2024 season that is due to begin this fall. This is the first game of a two-game Americans swing for them on this preseason tour. They're going to play here against Louisville City, and then they will travel up to St. Paul, Minnesota to take on Minnesota United of Major League Soccer. And just because they are in the second division of German soccer, 
Don't take that to mean this is not a quality team. Danny Cruz, Louisville City's head coach, was very complimentary of FC Kaiser Slattern yesterday when he spoke to reporters. You know, they're a, they're a good team who started the year really, really well, uh, tapered off there toward, more towards the end of the year. But um, make no mistake, this is a, a very good team coming to Louisville. And uh, I think, uh, as I've said before already, a really good opportunity for us to, to test ourselves against a, a high-quality opponent. There are a couple of names to note that are starting tonight for FC Kaiserslautern. One is Terrence Boyd. He is an American international, German-born to a German mother, but the son of an American serviceman. And he spent time with the U.S. men's national team, 14 appearances with the U.S. earlier, about 10 years ago or so. He was on the preliminary roster for the 2014 World Cup, but didn't make it to Brazil. And if you are a U.S. men's national team fan, you'll probably remember one of his brightest moments in red, white, and blue. That came in a friendly in 2012 down in Mexico at, at the Azteca Stadium, a one nothing win for the United States, their first ever win at the Azteca. And he was involved in the goal that gave the United States a win. He backheeled the ball to Michael Orozco Fiscal, who put the ball in the back of the net to give the U.S. a victory. So he is in this team at 32 years of age. And there is also a World Cup winner in this team starting tonight, Eric Durham. He's a 31-year-old fullback, spent a long time in his career at Borussia Dortmund, one of the German teams that American fans know well. And he was on that 2014 Germany World Cup team that won the world title down in Brazil. He didn't play for them in the World Cup, but he was on the bench. He has uh, seven caps with the German national team, including four in European qualifiers. He is a high-quality, top-level player, as we've seen with Savannah DeMello today of racing Louisville. Being called up to your national team for a World Cup is a huge honor, and so for him to have that on his resume uh, puts him in lofty status. Mario, this is a team that that we're going to see tonight that has a lot of veteran players, a lot of players who are first-choice options for this team. We thought maybe with this European team coming over for a friendly, we might see some academy kids, some young right. kids. This is going to be a, a good look at what kind of team FC Kaiserslautern is. Absolutely. Um, you know, people don't realize, you know, how strong the, the second division is in, in Germany. The Bundesliga 2 is one of the top leagues in, in Europe, you know, I mean, even as a second division. Um, you know, another interesting fun fact for you is uh, Terrence Boyd actually played with Danny and the youth national teams. Um, Danny and I were joking about that today. We were watching them train, and um, yeah, I, I coached Danny at that point when he was with the youth national team, and I kind of remember Terrence being involved with him as well. So it's kind of a, a little fun fact for everybody as well. Seems like Danny Cruz is connected to a lot of people across U.S. soccer. That's just something <laughs> That's right. that comes up. But it's going to be for them coming over. They just landed last night. They got here a little bit before 5 o'clock local time. Uh, this is a team that may be jet lagged. They may yeah. be are adjusting to the time difference, adjusting to the conditions. It's going to be a little bit of a different, a difficult proposition for them tonight coming on here to Lynn Family Stadium. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, when I heard that they were just arriving yesterday, um, yeah, it just it, it makes it usually you don't you know fly internationally, train once or twice, and then jump in to play a game. Um, but you know, we were discussing earlier. You know, they've only been out for two weeks, and that could be an interesting proposition for Lou City because. And one aspect, the players are still going to be pretty, pretty sharp. You know what I mean? And you know, just come two weeks off a of season, and they're actually, it's going to kind of refresh them. So I'm expecting a, you know, them to come out at a good level. National anthem is underway here at Lynn Family Stadium. Let's step aside. More to talk about. About eight minutes to go before kickoff between Louisville City and FC Kaiserslautern. And you're listening to it here on ESPN Louisville. <laughs> 
You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome back, Jeff Milby and Mario Sanchez, the Louisville City and Racing Louisville Academy Director, along with us for tonight's broadcast. We're getting you set for the game between Louisville City and FC Kaiserslautern in this international friendly, the first ever for Louisville City here at Lynn Family Stadium. Mario, we were just talking about uh, FC Kaiserslautern, the long trip they had to come over, the, the circumstances around them being here. But for Louisville City, I'd imagine, as we mentioned, it's a difficult time for them given the congestion of the regular season schedule. But once the whistle goes and the ball's on the field, the competitive nature of these guys is going to kick in. And I would also suspect that many of the Louisville City players would be excited to kind of prove themselves against a European team, albeit a second division European team, but a European team nonetheless. So... That's got to be going in the players' minds, I would think, once they hit the field tonight. Oh, look, I, tell, I promise you right now, they're walking out, they're ready. And this is this is a game. And to your point, you know, for a lot of players, there's, there's various, you know, kind of motivational factors. There's the guys who just, you know, want to get to the starting 11. There's guys who just want to get minutes. You know what I mean? So you have guys who are trying to show the coaching staff for Lou City, hey, here, look at me at a good game. You know, this is not, a you know, playing a small team. Hey, I, I can play, you know, and contribute to the Lou City first team. You know, and then you have guys, you know, we were talking about, you know, people watch these games. You know, so if you're, you know, perhaps a younger player and your aspirations are to, to play to Europe, it gives you an idea of, you know, firsthand, not in theory, firsthand what it's really like. So there's, again, when that whistle blows, it's real. Absolutely. Starting lineups and kickoff are coming up next. You're listening to Louisville City against FC Kaiserslautern here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Tonight's starting lineups between Louisville City and FC Kaiserslautern are brought to you by Breeze Airways. We will begin with the German team, the visitors tonight, wearing red, and they will be moving from left to right in the first half of this game. Julian Kral is the goalkeeper. The back four in front of him we think will look something like this. Philipp Herhir, Boris Toymjak, and Nicholas Vakuftsitz will join Eric Durham, the World Cup winner that we mentioned in the pregame. In the midfield, Angelos Stavridis, Philip Clements, and Ben Zolinski will make up the three in the midfield. And then the attacking three, we'll see exactly how they line up. We know down the middle it's likely to be Terrence Boyd, the American international. He'll be joined by Hendrik Suk and Daniel Patrick Hanslick in the attack for Kaiserslautern. They are coached by Dirk Schuster, who is beginning or just finished, rather, his first full season in charge of this club. They finished in ninth place in the Bundesliga second division in Germany in the season that just wrapped up about a month ago. For Louisville City, a couple of changes in the lineup, including in goal. Danny Fondes, who made that playoff run with Louisville City last year all the way to the USL Championship final, filling in for Kyle Morton injury. He makes his first start of the season tonight in this friendly. The back four in front of him includes Oscar Jimenez, Sean Tosh, Ramsey Kawazmi, the rookie out of Providence. It'll be his third Louisville City appearance. And Owen Dom, the Academy product who started a couple of weeks 
weeks ago against Memphis. He gets the start as well. In the midfield, Carlos Mogel Jr., Dylan Mares, and the captain, Paolo Del Piccolo, makes his first start in five games for Louisville City. And then the attacking three. On the left, it is Enoch Matiti Mushigalusa. On the right, Ray Serrano. And down the middle, Martin Powells, the new signee from the Netherlands, who joined the team a few weeks ago, makes his second start for Louisville City. We are underway. Mentioned Kaiser Slaudern in red, moving from left to right. It is Louisville City in the traditional all-purple with white numerals and trim, moving from right to left in the first half with the Estopinal end to their back, attacking the goal at the waterfront end here at Lynn Family Stadium. And the ball out right now for a Kaiser Slaudern throw, which Durham takes, sends it into the attacking half outside of the penalty area, and it's headed away for a Louisville City throw, this time on the near side, the Louisville City left in the Louisville City defensive half. It'll be Oscar Jimenez, the left back tonight, to take the throw, looking for Martin Powells at the top of the formation. It's knocked away, and it falls to Kaiser Slaudern for a moment. Terrence Boyd had a touch of the ball, then a heavy touch from him, shows it to Ray Serrano of Louisville City, who drops back to pick it up, and the boys in purple have possession now and have settled it down for the moment. One minute gone by here at Len Family Stadium. It's Paolo Del Piccolo, deep in the midfield, the captain tonight, as he is whenever he plays for Louisville City. It's now Ramsey Kawazmi playing as the left of the two center backs. Plays the ball on the ground through down the near sideline looking for Musha Galusa, but it's too heavy and out for a FC Kaiser Slaudern throw in their defensive half on the near side their right. It's going to be Dorm once again to take it. Again, we mentioned a World Cup winner with Germany in 2014. A very experienced player at 31 years of age. He's just beginning now his 12th season as a professional. It's in uh, to the front line now for Kaiser Slattern. Hans Lick, the number 19 for them, has it. But he's dispossessed Carlos Mogel Jr. involved in taking the ball away for Louisville City. Here's Mogel near the center circle. Plays into the attacking after the left side, Mushagalusa. Good touch by him. Through to Martin Powells, and it's cut out there by a Kaiser Slattern defender. That's Vakufsis. And it's out for a Louisville City throw on the near side. The left in the attacking half. Into Palo Del Piccolo. Now left side of the box, Martin Powells holding up his defender. Out to Mushagalusa. His cross deflected a little bit on its way through, and bounces harmlessly into the arms of the goalkeeper Julian Kral, a 23-year-old who is relatively inexperienced for this team, made just one appearance last season in the final game of the year. He is in his third season as a professional. But a good uh, a good battle here early on, Mario, between these two, two and a half minutes in. It's been uh, just battling for possession so far, really. Yeah, it's good. It's interesting to see how well organized Kajasan already is. Um, their, their team shape is really good. Like I said, they've only finished two weeks ago, and for me already, they don't look like they're in preseason. You know, the question will be later on fitness and whatnot, but uh, yeah, it's a tight game, and both teams are very compact. It's um, I'm excited. You can see it's, in essence, it's a real game. I love that. Talk about the jet lag. Ball out for a Louisville City throw near midfield. The jet lag for this team, they just arrived last evening at around 5 o'clock local time. It is 2 a.m. their time in Kaiser Slaughter. So we'll see if that time change makes a little difference here as the game goes on. Ball out for another Louisville City throw on the near side. The left taken quickly by Oscar Jimenez. Down the near sideline in the attacking half. Mushigalusa working his way toward the corner flag. Now checks up. He's defended there by Dorm. Tries to get past him. Still Mushigalusa with it. He does. In the box. Here's a ball on the ground towards the penalty spot. Knocked away by a Kaiser Slaudern. And it's picked up in their attack. 
attacking side of things by Hanslick. And here come the Red Devils, as they're known in Germany. They're coming forward down the left side with their left back hair here. He works toward midfield, now drops it off into the middle to one of the two center backs. That is Tumiak. And Kaiser Slattern continues to build out of the back here. Deep now in the midfield is Kleeman, Philip Kleeman, a 30-year-old German. All of these players, but just a couple, are natives of Germany. Ball all the way back to the goalkeeper here, Kral. Sends it long under some pressure from Louisville City into the center circle where Owen, actually, yeah, that is Owen Dom, has a header. Finds Paolo Del Piccolo, and now Louisville City has the ball. Ray Serrano on the inside right, still in the attacking half. Trying to link up with Martin Powells with the ball right behind, about a foot behind the six foot seven Dutchman. And it rolls down to the goalkeeper crawl for Kaiser Slattern. Big opportunity for Martin Powells in this game. Just his third appearance, actually his second start, I should say, for Louisville City. He's had a few appearances as Danny Fondes picks up the ball for Lou City and rolls it forward to Del Piccolo. But a big opportunity for Martin Powells here tonight, Mario, to, to show Danny Cruz, Louisville City's head coach, that he deserves more playing time. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm really you know excited to watch him play, get a good run out. You know, he, he was tough because when he came over, uh, he didn't have that much playing time under his belt over in Holland, you know, so he, he just had to get fit. And I think now he's finally getting the fitness level he wants. Uh, and I think this is a really big opportunity for him. Nervy moment for Louisville City as Ramsey Kawazmi had to slide in under pressure to keep the ball with the boys in purple. Would have been an opportunity for Kaiser Slattern to get in behind had they not, had Kawazmi not had that intervention. And I believe we stopped play for the moment because it looks like maybe the ball popped the ball or popped. something. <laughs> yeah, how about that? So just That's a drop ball from the referee. See, yeah, you see that all the time. It literally, the ball popped. I, I can't believe that. Back with Louisville City now after the drop ball. Five minutes gone by. 0-0 is the score. Louisville City with the only real half chance of the game so far. Still with them with Kawazmi, the left center back. Now Mushigalusa, the left winger, dropping back almost like a left back would right now. He tries to dribble through a few red shirts. Has the ball knocked, knocked off of his feet, but it's picked up by Paolo Del Piccolo. Back to Kawazmi and now back to Danny Fondes, who you'll remember made a huge save in that penalty kick shootout victory over the Pittsburgh Riverhounds in last year's playoffs. He is making his first start of the season tonight. Kawazmi with an out for Louisville City. Ball in the air over the top down the near sideline the left looking for Oscar Jimenez but too far out in front Jimenez like the idea though turned and gave Kawazmi a thumbs up it's out for a Kaiser Slaughter throw on the near side they're right in their defensive half Kaiser Slaughter FCK the Red Devils that's how we'll be referring to them tonight one of the those variations it is Dorn du, uh, Dorm I should say not Dorn, Dorm, the right back, the World Cup winner who has the throw. Gets it in field here into the middle to Hanslick. A battle for possession there. A touch for Dylan Maris. Couldn't control it, though, and it's back with Kaiser Slattern. Then the attacking half. Decent-looking attack here. Ball into the box from Kaiser Slattern, looking for Boyd, and it's headed away just in front of him by a Louisville City player to avoid trouble. It's still in the Louisville City half on the far side the left. Kaiser Slattern settles it down. Clement in the midfield, the number 10 for them. will drop it off backwards into the center circle. That is where... Vakuftisis has the ball for Kaiser Slaughter. And they have it now on the far side, the left hair here. The left back has it, defended by Ray Serrano. Swings it into the middle onto the ground to Clement. Clement defended by Del Piccolo. Still Kaiser Slaughter and a ball in the air from Clement back to the far side to here. here. Here's his cross towards the back post. Runner was there, but it bounces just in front of him. And Musha Galusa will pick it up outside of the box. That run came in from Stav Ritas, a 19-year-old, one of the few youngsters in this team. He had that late run to the back post, and he was just about a foot away from having the opportunity to find that ball, Mario. Yeah, it's, I'm really impressed. I mean, like I say, they... Kaiserslautern, their shape is really, really good. They're moving the ball. Um, yeah, again, it's going to be match up a really good game, and 
if anything, it's it's great preparation for the guys, say for Lou City, going into Saturday and everything we've talked about. You know what I mean? That this is a game that's going to give Danny a lot of information about a lot of these players. Louisville City trying to work the ball up the left side near midfield. A combination between Del Piccolo and Jimenez is cut out. But then a loose ball picked up by Martin Powell's of Louisville City. He's trying to take on the entire back line of Kaiser Slattern right now. And in doing so, he commits a foul as Clement goes down for Kaiser Slattern. It is a free kick to the visitors tonight along their back line in their defensive half. Just a few yards outside of the penalty area for them. They put the ball on the ground and bring it forward quickly. Here's Herr here bringing the ball down the inside left in the attacking half. On the overlap outside wide is Zook. His cross comes in all the way to the back post, and that one over hit, looking for Stavridis once again, the youngster, the 19-year-old, and it's out for a Louisville City throw on the near side, the left. Stavridis, a German, he played in just one game last year off the bench against Dusseldorf. That came in May, so he's one of the players for Kaiserslautern that also has the opportunity tonight to show his head coach, Dirk Schuster, that he deserves more playing time in the coming season, and an opportunity for him just to get a run with some of the senior players in his club. Battle for possession on the near side in the Louisville City half. Crowd of red jerseys around Palo Del Piccolo right now, and Clement comes away with the ball. Maybe an opportunity for Kaiser Slaughter, but uh, Del Piccolo comes back, has a touch of the ball. It comes into the middle to Zelensky, and Zelensky gives it away. Passes it to Owen Dom of Louisville City. He tries to come forward, and he runs into trouble. Suk tonight, who's wearing the captain's armband for Kaiser Slaughter, wins the ball, and he settles the possession all the way back to the goalkeeper, Julian Kral. And Kaiser Slaughter has possession in their defensive half. Nearly nine minutes gone by in this game. 0-0, still our score. We will be light on statistics tonight, by the way, if you're a regular listener. Uh, No live stats provided to us this evening, so uh, nothing like possession or expected goals, which we often chat about sometimes. That will not be a part of tonight's broadcast. Still with Kaiser Slaughter, and maybe a foul against Louisville City, no foul given. Here's Dorm, uh, the right back, puts in a cross towards the penalty spot, knocked out of the box by a Louisville City player. It falls to Jimenez, Jimenez to Del Piccolo, now back to Carlos Mogel Jr., has to just hoof it upfield under some pressure. His ball down the inside left into the attacking half. Powell's trying to battle for position there with a Kaiser Slaughter player, but the Red Devils come out with the ball. It's Clement in the center circle, dropping deep. The number 10 along the back line now plays it to the left to a teammate. Now back to Clement. Clement under pressure from Del Piccolo has to play it all the way back to the goalkeeper, Crawl, and Crawl swings his right foot through it, sends it down the middle into the attacking half for Terrence Boyd, who chests it down. Here's Boyd, his first real opportunity to be on the ball. Plays it to Stavridis to the right of the box, down near the, down near the corner flag for Kaiser Slattern, battling with Oscar Jimenez, and Jimenez has the final touch as the ball goes out of play. It'll be a Kaiser Slattern throw on the near side, their right deep in their attacking final third near the corner flag. It's interesting to see. You can see their, their plan of attack for Kaiser Slaughter. They, you know, they want to get the ball wide. I'm, I'm watching Terrence Boyd a lot, and anytime the ball goes wide, he's positioned himself right in the middle between our center backs. Uh, and I would imagine they probably scored a lot of goals off of crosses because you can see just from a rhythm of play what they're trying to do. Terrence Boyd scored 13 goals last year for Kaiser Slaughter in the season that just ended a few weeks ago. Ball back in play now. It's in the center circle here with the German guests tonight. Toimiak has the ball. Boris Toimiak, a German player in his seventh season as a professional and in his second season with Kaiserslautern. Ball all the way back to Julian Kral now. He's just to the right of the D of his penalty area outside of the box. Sends the ball long towards Terrence Boyd. He gets a flicked on header and it's a decent one on the overlap. Coming here is Herhir. Has the best of Dom. Herhir in toward Boyd toward the penalty spot just in front of him and it's knocked high into the air and out of play by Ramsey Kawazmi. It'll be a throw to FC Kaiserslautern on the far side 
there left in the attacking final third. Nearly an opportunity for Terrence Boyd to get on the ball in the box there. Yeah, you, right there you can see exactly. You know, I mean, from the goal kick, you know, playing long to Boyd, he gets a good flick, and then ball goes wide, and he, he gets into the box again. Again, you, you're starting to see the rhythm of play, you know, what, what Kaiser Slattern is looking to do. Kaiser Slattern with the best of it right now. Momentum certainly on their side, and 11 and a half minutes gone by. They've got the ball in the middle of the field, still in the attacking half. Ball through on the ground. Just outside of the box was Hanslick. Now it's back along the back line with Zelensky. Plays it to the left side, just outside of the box. Owen Dom defending here for Louisville City, and he gets a block of that cross. It goes high into the air, actually stayed in play. It looked like for a moment, and Danny Fondes had to punch it behind. It may have bent behind. Regardless, it's going to be a corner kick here for Kaiser Slaughtern from the far side, their left. It'll be Clement, I believe, to take it. It'll be an outswinger off of his left foot with five players in red shirts to aim at in the box here. TK. Clement steps onto the ball, hits it into the near post, headed away by Carlos Mogel. Comes out to a Kaiser Slaughtern teammate. His hit is blocked on its way through, and Louisville City comes out of there with the ball. Here's Mushigalusa coming forward. Mushigalusa, though, momentarily dispossessed by a Kaiser Slaughtern player. That's Zelensky. And Zelensky does it once, but not once, but twice. He takes it away from Mushigalusa, but then can't do anything with it. Runs into Carlos Mogel, who wins it back for Louisville City. Two teams just battling for possession in the defensive half from Louisville's perspective right now. Louisville able to get the ball out of a crowd, though. They've got it down the right side with Owen Dom. He's moving into space into the attacking half. Dom into the middle of the field to Dylan Maris, 30 yards from goal, on his left foot, takes aim, and a bouncing shot is just wide of the left post of Julian Kral. First real opportunity to score for either team in this game. Dylan Maris found himself in plenty of space, about 25 yards from goal, and said, why not? He scored last week in the 2-2 tie at Phoenix, and his shot was just a couple of yards wide. Crawl had to make a dive. Yeah, similar to the strike he had against Phoenix. You know, left-footed shot, one side netting, really good look. Goal kick for Kaiser Slaughtern. Played on the ground to the far side, the left. Then, it, then, then they send it long towards Terrence Boyd. It's cleared away by Louisville City. It'll be a throw to FCK here on the far side, their left. It'll be Soup to take it. Again, Soup wearing the captain's armband tonight. A 32-year-old, his 11th season as a professional, nearly 250 professional league appearances. Here's a turnover for Louisville City. Maybe numbers. Dylan Maris to Mushigalusa, 30 yards from goal. A couple of defenders back. Mushigalusa shot on the left, and he scores from 22 yards. Enoch Matiti Mushigalusa. The press works to perfection for Louisville City, and Mushigalusa opens the scoring with a well-struck hit with his left foot. And the boys in purple take a lead, maybe a little bit against the run of play. 14 minutes gone by, and Louisville City strikes first in their first ever international friendly. They lead it one to nothing over FC Kaiser Slaughter out of Germany. What a great goal. Counterattack. Dylan Ayers does really well to pick it up. And I'm really happy for Enoch. You know, he, he needed a goal and took it really, really well. From a throw-in, they're able to win the ball back. Maris got the ball to Mushigalusa. He had a couple of defenders in his face. But let fly with the left foot, a low-driven shot that just snuck inside the post past the dive of Crawl, the goalkeeper. And Mushigalusa, player looking for maybe a little bit of confidence from a starting position here in this season. He's been relegated to bench duty quite a bit by Danny Cruz. He scores the opening goal of tonight's game, which is presented by the Kentucky Lottery. Fueling imagination, funding education, Kentucky Lottery. Yeah, we needed that. And for Enoch, like I say, it's, a, it's really important for him to get his confidence up and really good strike. For Mushigalusa, he has played now 12 games for Louisville City this year, 11 in league play. As a foul here will go against Louisville City and give FCK a promising free kick. 
We'll get to Mushigalusa in a moment because Terrence Boyd was brought down by Ramsey Kawazmi just a few yards outside of the box on the inside right, about four or five yards to the right of the D of the Louisville City penalty area. An experienced player there in Terrence Boyd at 32 years of age against Kawazmi, yeah. a rookie out of Providence, and Boyd draws a promising free kick. Yeah, for Ramsey, it's it's part of the learning curve. Yeah, his first full year as a professional, you got Terrence Boyd, and you know, watching off the ball, Terrence kind of you know sucked him in a little bit and, and spun him, and, and Ramsey got a little bit too tight, and he had to foul him. And two players standing over the ball. But interestingly, Terrence Boyd right now is standing in front of Danny Fontes, blocking him from instructing the wall, which is a level of gamesmanship that I didn't expect to see in a friendly today. But Terrence Boyd clearly out there having some fun. A four-man wall standing in front of this free kick. Two players standing over it for Kaiser Slaudern. It is Philip Clements to be the left-footed option. And the right-footed option is Philip Hare here. He scored five goals last year. Clement with three goals. Referee has blown his whistle. Let's see who approaches this ball. Will it be Clement from the left or here from the right? It's Clement. It's over the bar and over and out of play. It is a goal kick here to Louisville City. A decently struck three kick. Got over the wall. Tried to get it up and down under the bar. And he didn't really miss by by much. But I think Danny Fondes would have had it covered. Yeah, Danny had it covered. But yeah, the goal for us is going to make the game interesting now. Because you know, sometimes in, in these exhibition games, you know, they could if it stays 0-0 for a while... You know, both teams get real conservative, but now there's going to be a lot of pride on the line, and it's going to open it's going to open up the game a lot more. Yeah, I think by now the competitive juices are flowing out there. Yeah. These guys are not concerned with it being an exhibition game. But in the second half, that, that all being said, we'll see a ton of substitutions. Substitutions are unlimited in this game, so we will see a ton of players come off the bench. And for Louisville City, we expect to see quite a few academy products in this game. 17 minutes gone by. Louisville City in front one to nothing on a goal scored by Matiti Mushigalusa. FC Kaiser Slattern with a decent response to win that free kick, but just put it over. They have the ball right now in the attacking half. Trying to combine was Hare here on the near side with Dorm, but they couldn't connect. The pass just a few feet in front of him. It's out for a throw to Louisville City on the near side, the left. And it'll come in the defensive half for them. Oscar Jimenez will take this throw for Louisville City, about 20 yards 25 yards from midfield. On the inside left is Paolo Del Piccolo who receives the throw, chests it down, then hits it high into the sky near midfield. And it's sent right back his way. It'll be a throw for Louisville City in nearly the same spot. Taken quickly by Jimenez once again. Del Piccolo the target. He goes down under a foul here by Zelensky. And it'll be a fifth third free kick to Louisville City. About 10 yards shy of midfield in the Louisville City defensive half on the near side. They're left about five yards in from the near sideline. Taken on the ground by Jimenez to the back line, Ramsey Kawazmi. And now Sean Tosh, the right center back of the center back pairing tonight. A player who scored himself the last game against Phoenix from a penalty kick. All the way back now to Danny Fondes, the goalkeeper, standing in his penalty area, not under pressure. Plays to the right side to Tosh. A challenge comes in from Boyd, a hefty one at that. He thinks he won the ball cleanly, cleanly but the referee tonight, Drew Tattersall, blew his whistle, and it will be a free kick to Louisville City in the defensive half on the far side, the right, just outside of the penalty area. Boyd arguing his case to the referee. You can see there, this game is, to your point, heating up. You know, Terrence came in really hard. You know, caught, I think, touched a little bit off surprise, and, you know, it was it was a foul, but you can see already, you know, I mean, Terrence, Terrence is into it. A level of physicality as well to this game that is nice to see. Sometimes friendlies, exhibition games can be, you know, a little bit slower. Teams take it a little bit more lax, but Terrence Boyd trying to seize the opportunity there. Fifth third free kick taken by Louisville City along the back line. Mera is dropping deep. He swings it to the left side to Ramsey Kawazmi who comes forward. 
with time and space. Across midfield on the ground, Demushigalus on the inside left. Plays it wide left, Oscar Jimenez. First time pass inside to Dylan Maris. Still in the defensive half for Louisville City. Maris looking, picks up his head and looks for a long diagonal from left to right for Owen Dom. He wins the header in the air, but can't find Martin Powells, who is his intended target with that header. And Kaiser Slaughter picks it up, but they can't build out of the back. A heavy touch from one of their players shows it to Carlos Mogel Jr. And Louisville City takes over once again. In the attacking half here, it's Dom on the far side, the right, drops it off to Tosh at the midfield stripe, touches it across midfield, left-footed ball down the far sideline for Dom. He brings it down well. Owen Dom working his way towards the penalty area, tried to play it through toward the end line to either Martin Powell's or Ray Serrano. Both players were in the area, but neither was making that exact run, and it rolls past the end line, a goal kick here to Kaiser Slaughter. Are you sure to see us develop a little more rhythm? You know, early on with so many changes, it's going to be tough for Luce City, but I think each minute goes by, we're getting a little more rhythm. I think the guys are getting comfortable with one another. Um, yeah, I'm starting to really like what we're, what we're seeing here. It's been a pretty even game, I'll say, so far, I, I think, Mario. Obviously, Louisville in the lead, 20 minutes gone by, but Kaiser Slattern's had the ball for long stretches. If we had the possession numbers, I would imagine it would favor Kaiser Slattern. Battle for possession in the Louisville City attacking half, and they come up with the ball here. Still battling for it is Ray Serrano, and he gives it up here to Stavridis, and Kaiser Slattern takes over. But it's, it's not been the case that the European team has come in and been clearly better, and it's not been the case that the team currently playing their regular season, Louisville City, has been clearly better. I think it's been a very even game so far. Yeah, it has. And a lot, a lot of play in the midfield. You know, early on, FCK had you know some really good chances, but I think it says Lou City settled into the game. I'm really liking the rotation between Paolo, Carlos, and, and Dylan Mares in the midfield. They're starting to get a rhythm. Dylan Mares get on the ball a lot here, and I think when Dylan gets on the ball, a lot of good things happen for us. Mares had the ball just a moment ago as you were talking, Mario. Dropped it off to Ramsey Kowazmi in the Louisville City defensive half here, working in the 21st minute. One to nothing is our score in this first ever international friendly between Louisville City and FC Kaiser Slattern of Germany as we close in on 8.30 local time here in Louisville, Kentucky. You're listening to our coverage here on ESPN 680 and 105.7, as well as the ESPN Louisville app. It's Paolo Del Piccolo to the left of the center circle for Louisville City. Goes all the way backwards to Fondes, the goalkeeper, who's playing a few yards out of his box. Here's Kowazmi, the left center back, plays it on the ground forward in the attacking half of Mushigalusa. Nearly lost the ball, but picks it right back up under pressure from a couple of FCK players. Back to Kowazmi. Now Del Piccolo dropping deep for it in the midfield for Louisville City. A left-footed ball into the center circle. Ray Serrano circles around a defender for Kaiser Slattern. Uh, Serrano, ball to the near side, Mushigalusa. Well done in a crowd for uh, Serrano. Here's Mushigalusa working in towards the box on his right foot. Plays it across the box towards Martin Powell, who was at the back post, but not much pace on that ball, and it wasn't particularly on target to Powell. Stays in play on the far side, though, with Louisville City and Owen Dom. Drops it off backward to Sean Tosh. They're in the attacking half, just outside of the FCK box. Tosh on the far sideline, playing 25 yards into the attacking half. Infield on the inside right is Dylan Maris, drifting backward. Maris still with the ball. He's got Mogel as an option. Instead tries to play with the outside of his foot to Powell's, intercepted by FCK, an opportunity for the guests to counter. Ball over the top for Terrence Boyd to chase. Fondez out of his area and he gets there first plays it out of play for a throw to fck but a foul will go here against terrence boyd as he was trying to fight to that ball oscar jimenez went down and another foul the second in the last few minutes against terrence boyd and the referee giving him a little warning there it's going to be a fifth third free kick to louisville city yeah first danny did really well fagundes to read that and you can see again terrence boyd his competitive juices are flowing you know that that was to me that's a clear yellow because he, he clearly kicked him after the play um but he, you can see he's getting heated. And at the same time, Blue City starting to dominate the midfield, getting a little more possession, getting a little more rhythm for us. To your point, I think if this were a competitive game, that would have been a yellow. That's a I yellow. Think. Here we go. It's into Ray Serrano. His shot is chipped and blocked and saved by the goalkeeper, Crawl. 
And it's out with FCK. Nearly an opportunity for Louisville City there as we were chatting, Mario. It was Ray Serrano that had the opportunity, tried to chip the goalkeeper, Crawl, and Crawl made the stop. Here's Terrence Boyd in the midfield to the right side from Louisville City. From their perspective, I should say, FCK wanted a foul but was able to maintain possession. Here comes FCK forward. Ball through looking for Clement. It's behind him, cut out there by Carlos Mogel Jr. Here's Ray Serrano spinning, spinning around an FCK defender, and he draws a foul. Ray Serrano has had a couple of moments like that in tight spaces, and he's fouled here on the inside right in the defensive half for Louisville City, about 10 or 15 yards shy of the midfield strike. Every time Ray comes inside, he's unbalancing FCK, and they're, they're having a tough time with it because then when Ray comes in, we're outnumbering them four versus three, and we're keeping possession, and just like that last opportunity, we can, we can break on them. 23 and a half minutes gone by. One to nothing to score in favor of Louisville City over FC Kaiser Slaughter. Kawazmi with it for Lou City. Mare is in the midfield. They're in the defensive half here under a little bit of pressure. Forward to Powell's. Neat stuff from Lou City. Mogel through. Mushigalusa pulled down. Fans want a foul call. They will get it. And if this were a regular game and not an exhibition, they might have an argument that that's the final defender and maybe a card, maybe a booking, maybe a red card. But in this case, it looks like the referee, Drew Tattersall, will not give a booking. He's going to have a conversation with a couple of FCK players. But this will give Louisville City a free kick, a fifth-third free kick on the inside left, maybe 30, 35 yards from goal. And had that FCK player not pulled Mushigalusa down, he would have been in on goal there, Mario. Yeah, to your point, I think it's clearly a minimum a yellow card in a regular season game. Questionable even for a red. Um, you know, a lot of these games, though, you want to keep you know, each team at 11 players. So you can see the referee managing the game, talking to the players. Uh, but at a certain point, he will have to brandish a yellow card you know, to, just to keep the FCK players honest. Closing in on the 25-minute mark. Two players standing over this free kick, this fifth-third free kick for Louisville City. It's Mogel and Jimenez. Jimenez, a left-footed option. Mogel, a right-footed option. No one really to aim at. Mogel's going to go for goal, and it's ultimately well wide by about four or five yards. Just tried to drive it with his right foot, Carlos Mogel. It was a, a bouncing shot. If it had been on target, might have been an awkward ball for the goalkeeper to handle. But in the end, it was well wide as the rain is suddenly pouring down in Family Stadium. Many of the fans getting up immediately from their seats and heading for higher ground under the roof. Ball back in play. FCK trying to work it from their back on the left side, and it's out of play for a Louisville City throw on the Louisville City right near midfield. Owen oh, Dom, the rain just started pouring down, Mario. That, that, that was interesting. I, I heard a big <laughs> roar from the crowd, and then I looked up, and yeah, the rain's coming down pretty hard. Rain was in the forecast. It's a bit of a muggy night. And the rain is coming down now. Foul in the midfield after the ball was put back in play. This one goes against Louisville City. It'll give FCK a free kick in the defensive half of their center circle. They're going to take a little bit further out of the center circle, though, just to go get the ball back in play. It's along the back line with Tumiak, the center back, a 24-year-old in his seventh season as a professional, playing for his fifth club. Along the back line now, they work it down the right sideline to Dorm, the right back. He's in the attacking half, a 1-2 between Dorm and Herheer. Here's Dorm, ball into the box, looking for Boyd, and Boyd heads the ball in from the ground. Incredibly. Terrence Boyd was on the ground, his chest on the ground. The ball was to him. He just stuck his head out and poked it past Danny Fondes, and in fact, he was injured. They're calling on the athletic trainer to check on Terrence Boyd. But he scored here somehow. One of the stranger goals you'll ever see. An inventive goal from Terrence Boyd. And he's tied the game at one. 26 and a half minutes gone. Louisville City's lead has evaporated. It is 1-1 between Lou City and FC Kaiser Slaughter. Yeah, I'd love to see a replay. Because it, it literally looked like he headed the ball when he was laying on the ground. Uh, give him all the credit in the world, you know I mean, for, for finding a way to get on the end of that. Uh, at the same time, you can see, like we talked about earlier in the game, 
you know, what they're trying to do. You know, FCK is clearly trying to get the ball wide. He crosses early into to Terrence Boyd, and, and it paid off for him. But, uh, again, what an impressive goal. Boyd has come off the field now. He's being checked out by the training staff for FC Kaiser Slattern. Just an interesting goal, one that you'll never really see. A player down on the ground, I think he had already gone down, wasn't really interested in attacking the ball, but it was played perfectly to him. So he just stuck his head out while laying on the ground and was able to nod it past Danny Fondez just inside the left post from Fondez's perspective. Ball back in play here from the kickoff, and Louisville City will take over. And it's Mogel along the back line, Mario. Yeah, it's, again, yeah, I'm just you know, trying to play that through my head. You know, it's a good learning experience for Ramsey in the middle because, again, you're playing against a, a top forward internationally. You know, he has caps, obviously. And I think for Ramsey, he's just got to position himself a little bit in a better spot to make sure he denies those crosses. Here's Louisville City turning over FCK in their defensive half. Dylan Maris outside of the box. Dribbles past one defender. His shot is blocked high into the air. May have deflected into the back of the net, but it's well wide in the end. It will be a Vi-Fi corner kick for Louisville City from the far side, the Louisville City right. Louisville City turning FCK over once again in their defensive half. Maris involved once again, and he let fly from just outside of the box. It was blocked. Yeah, Dylan's really popping him in good spots. You know, I think for the Loose City team the rest of the season, I think Dylan's going to be a really big part of this. Bye-bye corner from the far side. The right on in-swing off the left foot of Jimenez. Here it comes towards the penalty spot. Towards Powell's. Knocked down by Boyd, who's back into the game. Still alive with Louisville City with Tosh outside of the box on the right side. Drops it off with Jimenez on his left foot, looking to put another cross in. Here it comes. High into the air. Got under it a little bit to the back post where Mushigalusa is. He can't find it. He's just chested off the ball by an FCK player who turns and clears it away. I believe that's Dorm once again. It was, who cleared it toward midfield. Here's FCK with it. Boyd trying to clip it forward towards anybody making a run forward, but no one was. And it falls to Danny Fondez, the Louisville goalkeeper who comes out of his box in the dead center of the field about 20 yards out of the penalty area. Now it's with Louisville City. Inside right with Tosh. The right center back in the defensive half. Now Mogel in the midfield. 1-2 between Mogel and Del Piccolo. Mogel over to Tosh. Dribbles around. One FCK defender into the attacking half. Tosh looking for Owen Dom on the right side. His pass was too far out in front and it's intercepted here by FCK. Here come the Red Devils forward. Ball through. Looking for that is Hanslick and Danny Fontes alertly and smartly comes off of his line, slides in in front, of, in front of Hanslick and clears it away. It's out for an FCK throw. They take it quickly, trying to find Boyd, who's on the far side of the left for the moment. Ball couldn't link up with him, cleared away by Louisville City. It'll come back to FCK in the center circle. Vakufsis has it just to the right of the center circle. Now into the center circle with Zelinski. Turns and plays it to the left center back. To him, Yak. Wimyak into the attacking half on the left side. Plays it wide left here to the left back. Ball in the air towards Boyd in the box. Tries to bring it down. Knocks it down. And the shot comes from outside of the box from Hanslick. And it's well wide. And it'll be a goal kick to Louisville City. The shot from about 22 yards there. Hanslick on his left foot. Tried to hit it off the bounce. And just couldn't get it on target. It was about five or eight yards to the left of Danny Fondez's goal. You can see Kaiserslautern again. You know, Terrence Boyd is the center of everything. You know, every time the ball goes wide, they're looking for him. All through the attack, they're looking for him. He, I mean, he's doing a great job. And they're getting numbers around him. And that's something Lou City's got to handle a lot better. 30 minutes gone by. Just past the 30-minute mark. Opening half hour has been played in this first ever international friendly for Louisville City FC against FC Kaiserslautern out of the second division in Germany. It's Sean Tosh on the ball. The right center back for Louisville City. In the defensive half. Plays it to the far sideline. Owen Dom there. Plays it forward into the attacking half. Ray Serrano trying to work past an FCK defender. It's out of play. It'll be an FCK Kaiser Slaughter and throw on the far side there left near midfield. The left back here will take it. That is Souk. All the way back to the goalkeeper Crawl. Now into the middle. 
with Tuomyak, the left center back, back to Souk on the far sideline. They're in the defensive half here. Kaiser Slatter, long diagonal from Souk to the near side. Here's Herr here in the attack. He's got an overlapping runner to his right as Dorm. He'll take a shot from 20 yards. It's a decent effort. Danny Fondes might have gotten a save, and it might have hit the post. But it's out for a, vi- a corner kick here to FC Kaiser Slaughter. Or did the flag go up? It did. Belatedly, the assistant referee on the near side raised his flag. And I think they've actually just given a goal kick okay. here. Danny Fondes did not get a touch to it. Yeah. They're just saying the shot was wide. It's a goal kick. Yeah, Danny had it covered, but it, again, you can see the quality from FCK. You know, quickly hit long diagonal, and then within you know, about three, four seconds, they're, they're in on goal and having a really good shot. So here, here playing on the right side as a midfielder in this game. Had that shot from about 20 yards away on his right foot toward the right side of the Louisville City box from his perspective. It was a shot always tailing away from that top corner where he was aiming. And Fondes at full stretch looked like he had it covered, did not actually make a touch. It's a goal kick. His goal kick, Fondes is into the attacking half, high into the air towards Martin Powells, the target man. It's knocked out of the play by an FCK player. It'll be a Louisville City throw on the near side of the left in the attacking half. Jimenez into Dylan Maris here. Maris dispossessed for the moment. Jimenez picks it up, swings it out of trouble into the middle to Sean Tosh. He's in the defensive half, but has space at the center circle. Moving to the right of the center, center circle. Now into the attacking half. Stops there under some pressure. Turns and plays it left to his center back, Mike Kawazmi. Kawazmi, a left-footed player, moves towards the, the halfway line. Plays it to Oscar Jimenez on the left side. He tried to play it forward to Powell's. It's knocked away and ultimately cleared away. Last touch by a Louisville City player in the battle for possession. It'll be a throw to FCK here on the near side. Their right, it's Dorm to take it. The World Cup winner has it now, gives it back to Tomyak. Tomyak playing on the left side for the moment. Now gives it up to his center back mate, Vakufsis. And Vakufsis back to the goalkeeper, Crawl. Sends it long under some pressure. Boy coming back to win the header. Tries to head it to a teammate on the far side. They're working outside of the center circle here. Serrano, though, tracks it down and wins it for Louisville City. Dom picks up the loose ball, plays it all the way back out of trouble to Fondes, and Louisville City will calm things down and have possession once again along their back line with Sean Toshier. 33 minutes gone by. 1-1 is our score. Mushigalusa scored for Louisville City to open the scoring, and then Terrence Boyd scoring from the ground with his head made it 1-1 just a few minutes ago. It's still with Louisville City. Del Piccolo with it in the defensive half. The captain and the midfielder for Lou City. Has it on his left foot. Plays it with his right instead to the left side to Kowazmi. Under pressure from Boyd. Kowazmi to Tosh. He's under pressure here from Hanslick. Now back to Fondes playing out of his box in the field. And a good ball from him. In down the middle to Maris in the center circle. Further forward, Mokel in the attacking half. Mokel, a ball in the air near sideline, Mushigalusa. Decent-looking attack for Lou City, but it's halted by the referee's whistle, and it's halted because of an offside flag against Matiti Mushigalusa there. It'll give a free kick to Kaiser Slatter just outside of their box in their defensive half toward the right side. Well, I think once again, when you see Maris get on the ball, that means good things are happening for us. So one thing I want to see more is Martin Powell's get on the ball. He really hasn't had too many touches. He's been very limited. Uh, I think he needs to show a little bit more when we're building out. Free kick taken by FCK down the near sideline towards Terrence Boyd. A big physical presence. He's able to hold it up. He wanted a foul call. No foul call given. And after he tried to lay it off to a teammate, Louisville City took it away. Here's Sean Tosh to the right of the center circle. Forward to Serrano, who's dropped deep for the moment. Now in the center circle is Mogel playing between the two center backs. Forward to Del Piccolo. Turns, plays it further forward to Mushigalusa. Backward to Kowazmi. Just out, uh, past the midfield stripe. Here's Jimenez trying to play it around Dorm. Couldn't catch up to that touch. He's, he tried to play it to himself. And it's cleared away by Vakufsis. Now Terrence Boyd working against the Louisville City back line. Couldn't bring it down to himself. Mogel wins the ball back. I've said that a few times tonight. I think Carlos Mogel's had a pretty decent game so far, Mario. Yeah, he's done a good job controlling the midfield. Defensively, he's put himself in really good spots and winning a lot of second balls. 
Louisville City with the ball along their back line here. It's Del Piccolo dropping between the center backs. Now the right center back, Tosh, back to Del Piccolo. Forward on the inside right is Ray Serrano. Dribbles around an FCK defender. Good job by Serrano there, but couldn't complete the pass as he tried to open up play to the near sideline towards Oscar Jimenez on the left for Louisville City. It's one back by FCK. Here's Dorm, the right back for them, all the way back to the goalkeeper, Crawl. Now Crawl forward to Tomiak, the left center back, and he comes forward into space toward midfield now. Tomiak, a 20-yard run with the ball at his feet. Long diagonal from him from left to right. Looking for Hare here. Chests it down, Hare here. Outside of his football forward to Terrence Boyd. Outside of the box, Boyd throws down Sean Tosh, and it's a foul against Terrence Boyd. Already the third significant one that I can remember, and he's now been booked. Yeah, eventually. I mean, eventually you have to book um, exhibition, friendly or not. Eventually you gotta, you got to book him. Um, I think there's a, there's a lot of respect between you know, Tosh and Boyd, but you, you can only have so many fouls in any game. World of Beer yellow card shown to the American international Terrence Boyd. And I tell you what, he has come out seemingly with a lot to play for tonight. He has been fiery this evening, which is good to see in a friendly. But he's booked here. Here's Louisville City with the ball in the box. Martin Powell's toward the penalty spot. Ray Serrano brings it down toward Maris. No, it's still Serrano. Still Serrano drifting out of the box as the defense recovers for Kaiser Slattern. And Serrano will drop it off. Oscar Jimenez, if his touch had been better there, Mario, he could have turned and had a shot. Yeah, quite honestly, he needs to. I mean, he's got to be cleaner there. You get in the box, you got to get a shot off. Tosh with it well forward. Wide right to Owen Dom outside of the box. Here's his cross. High into the air towards the six-yard box. Awkward for Crawl, but he makes the catch just on the goal line. That ball didn't have quite enough bend as Owen Dom would have wanted it to, but still a difficult ball to read for Crawl, and he caught it just on the goal mound. It was good to see Martin Powell make an early run, get on the end of, into the box, and, and try to play that, uh, that ball to Ray Serrano. 36 and a half minutes gone by. A very entertaining international friendly tonight at Lynn Family Stadium so far. Evenly matched between these two teams. 1-1 is our score. Louisville City against FC Kaiser Slattern. The guests, the Red Devils wearing all red here on the road. Kaiser Slattern with the ball. Vakufsis uh, has the ball. Sends it forward to Terrence Boyd. Boyd goes down under a challenge. Still Kaiser Slattern with it on the left side here. It's Suk. Suk has it. Drifting in from the left side. Brings it now to Dorm on the inside right. The right fullback playing a little bit further forward and on the inside for the moment. Now along the back line, it is uh, Tumyak. Tumyak, wide left here. Here's uh, Souk with it. Actually, I beg your pardon. That is not Souk. That is uh, uh, an FCK team uh, player that I cannot identify at the moment. In the middle here is number 10, Clements. Still in the Louisville City defensive half. Louisville City playing right behind the ball right now, doing... Uh, an organized job defensively. FCK with it on the far sideline. Here's Souk with it near midfield. Plays it up over the top, and that is actually Hare here, who is shot now on the left side, chasing the ball down the far sideline. But the ball from Souk looking for Hare here is a little bit too heavy, and it goes past the end line. Tell you what, Hare here, part of the reason I'm struggling here is Hare here is all over the place. He's on the left right now. <laughs> He's, been, He's been on the right. He's had uh, the freedom of the field yep. for Kaiser Slattern to go find the game right now. Yeah, you can see a lot of their attacks built around him, and to your point, he has the freedom just to find the spaces to get into. Louisville City with the ball, nearing the 38-minute mark. Seven minutes to go, plus stoppage time in the first half in a 1-1 game. It's Maris playing between the center backs right now for Louisville City in the defensive half. Two players in red surrounding him. He plays it to the left side to Kawazmi near midfield. Cross midfield on the ground, Mushigalusa. Back heel on the overlap was Oscar Jimenez. He comes forward here. Jimenez on the inside left tries to dribble around an FCK defender, and he did a great job there. Vakufsis to stick out a leg and dispossess Jimenez. Here comes FCK forward. In the middle is Tumyak, the center back. Plays the ball wide left here. 
here. That is Hare here on the left side now, and the overlap is Souk. They're into the attacking half. Souk on the inside left. Drops it off backward to Tomiak, just to the left of the center circle, in the attacking half. Now Souk further left. Back to Tomiak once again. Martin Powell's up for pressure for Louisville City, all the way back to the goalkeeper, Kroll, who's 10 yards out of his box. Kroll to the near side now of Akufsis, under pressure from Ayres, has to go backward to Kroll, working toward his own goal. Retrieves the ball with his right foot and has to send it long as Powell's was bearing in on him. The ball toward the near sideline at midfield. The battle here between Oscar Jimenez and Stavridis for FCK. It is a throw to Louisville City on the near side. The Louisville left near midfield. Taken quickly by Jimenez. Into the center circle. Sean Tosh tries to spin around Terrence Boyd and does so successfully. On his right foot. Long ball in the air toward Mushagalusa making a run down the near sideline. It's well read there by Dorm who chests it down to the goalkeeper. Crawl and FCK thwarts off that long ball opportunity. That was really good defending by, by Lou City though. They got in a good block, good shape and then pressed out of it and, and forced in FCK back. FCK with the ball on the far side. It's their captain tonight, Suit with it. Now Boyd has a touch after the long ball went to him. He tried to bring it down with his right foot. Heavy touch off of his right foot. Shows it to Oscar Jimenez who brings it down. Plays it back to Danny Fondez under some pressure. Good ball on the ground. Under pressure to find Carlos Moguel. Middle of the field. Here comes Lou City with space. Into the center circle is Palado Piccolo. But instead of taking that space, he turns and plays it backward to Mares And slows things down a bit here in this international friendly. Mares in the center circle. To the right side of it now is Toe. She dribbles into the attacking half. Back to Mares on the inside right to Tosh. One touch, two touch to Mogel to the right of the center circle. Mogel steps on the ball, plays it on the ground to Martin Powell, who is slow to react, and it's well read there by Vakufsitz. Here comes Terrence Boyd. Flag stays down. He's in behind. He chips the goalkeeper, and FCK has taken the lead. Flag stays down, and the Germans on the road here have scored two to come from behind. It was a late reaction initially from Martin Powell to read the ball that was played to him. Gave the ball to FCK, and they broke quickly, played it through for their American striker, Terrence Boyd, and he has his second goal of the game in this first half to give his team, FC Kaiserslautern, a 2-1 lead over Louisville City here at Lynn Family Stadium. Yeah, unfortunately, it's a really bad giveaway. You know, we, we clearly had possession. We're opening up. Unfortunately, uh, Martin Powell's got beat to the ball right when we were exposed, and, you know, counterattack right up the middle. Bad, bad goal to give away at this point because we were starting to get a really good rhythm and I thought we were finishing the half well and that's that's unfortunate to give up a goal like that. But perhaps, Mario, that's a lesson for some of these Louisville City players against a top-level, international-level striker. You can't give them an opportunity like that and for Martin Powell's it's a lesson that against a top-level team you have to be the first to react to a ball that's played to you. You're absolutely right. And again, that's why... You know, these games can be valuable. You know what I mean? It's, look, it's not going to hurt in the standings, obviously. So from a learning experience, you'd rather have it happen now. Um, but it's still, it's not a good goal to give up. And an opportunity to review tape at the very least after this game. Louisville City with the ball after the kickoff following the FC Kaiserslautern goal. We're in the 42nd minute, three and a half minutes ago, plus stoppage time in the first half. In the attacking half on the left side, Oscar Jimenez couldn't bring down the ball that was played to him by Paolo Del Piccolo. And it's a throw to Louisville City on the near side. I beg your pardon, to, to FC Kaiserslautern on the near side, the right in their defensive half. It'll be Dorm to take this throw. As the rain has stopped, by the way, here at Lynn Family Stadium, it rained for probably eight or ten minutes pretty heavily, but it's since cleared up, and I actually see some blue sky over my head. So uh, the weather has cleared up quite a bit. Most of the fans, though, have retreated up to the upper reaches of Lynn Family Stadium under the roof, and a lot of them are staying there for this portion of the game. Ball hoofed forward by Terrence Boyd. 
Chasing it on the other end is Hanslick, and he can't get to it. Tosh, the first to react for Louisville City there, sent, uh, touches it back to Danny Fondez, who has the catch and then rolls it up to Ramsey Kawazmi, and Louisville comes out of the back looking for now a tying goal. They've had the lead. They've conceded twice. They have it now on the right side with Ray Serrano. Dribbles infield from the far sideline. A left-footed ball into the top of the formation. Del Piccolo tried to just flick it on towards Powell's. It's well read there by Suk for FCK, and he turns under pressure from Del Piccolo and sends it long towards the center circle. Brought down by Terrence Boyd. Boyd turns, plays it wide right as the attack is free-flowing right now for FCK. Uh, Dorm on the near sideline. A 1-2 between him and Clement in the midfield. Back to Clement, drifting towards his own goal. And Louisville City now has numbers behind the ball after that initial moment of transition from FCK. They have it now on the far side, do the visitors here. Souk the left back into the center circle area with Zelensky dropping deep. Zelensky now to the right center back. Vakuft sits. Vakuft sits now to Tomiak. Tomiak, the left center back, touches it across midfield. Runs with the ball at his feet towards Ray Serrano. Plays it wide left here to a teammate for FCK. Here's Suk on the far sideline. Now I believe here here with it. Under pressure has to drop it off backwards to Tumiak once again. Circling his way into the center circle. In the attacking half here is the center back. The 24-year-old German in his seventh season as a professional. Now Zelensky in the center circle. The number 31 for FCK. To the right of the center circle. Vakuft sits right now. Louisville City looking comfortable. And FCK patiently at trying to probe around this Louisville City defensive formation, Mario. Yeah, they're doing a really good job of being patient. We're, we're back behind the ball, you know, but FCK is doing a really good job, and here we go again, trying to get the ball wide to create overloads and then to get crosses. You can see the numbers that they have in the box. You know, when the ball goes wide, if you look right now, there's five guys in the box. So I think we just got to be a little more aware that we don't get too comfortable sitting, but then the ball goes wide, we got to make sure we're defending the box a lot better. As you mentioned, the ball was over the top to Hanslick on the left side near the corner flag. It was well defended by Tosh, who sent it out for a throw. Here is that throw from the far side of the left for FCK. In the middle of the field is Zelensky. Picks up his head, plays the ball in the air to the near sideline where it's picked up by Dorm. Dorm's cross maybe got under it a little bit and it's high into the air and over the goal and behind. It'll be a goal kick to Louisville City. Dorm, the veteran, the 31-year-old former Dortmund player on the right side, would have liked to have a better cross there. Yeah, I think you know, overall, just watching as we come to the end of this first half, you know, we're having moments of possession, but we're just too inconsistent. You know, we get a rhythm, but then we got to do more with it, and then you know, we're losing in bad spots. And I also think defensively, we've got to be willing to step out a little bit more. 44 and a half minutes gone by in the first half. 30 seconds to go plus stoppage time in this game. Louisville was trying to come forward, but they turn it over to FCK here. In the center circle is Clement. Outside of the ball, with it, or outside of his foot, uh, with his left foot, to play the ball wide left to Souk. The left back, back to Clement on the inside left. Clement spinning around pressure from Paolo Del Piccolo. Clement still with it, drops it off backward to the right center back. Vakuft sits, Vakuft sits, just to the right of the center circle as Louisville City once again sits behind the ball with a block of about three, followed by a block of five right behind them. Ball forward here to the youngster for FCK, Stavridis. Heavy touch from him, but it's still with FCK. Ball to the left side, promising attack here. Opportunity to cross for Souk. His cross is closed down by Owen Dom, who blocks it. Back to Souk, second cross from the inline. Over the head of Terrence Boyd. Mara's maybe got a touch. It's picked up by Mushigalusa just outside of the box, dropping back deep. And Mushigalusa baits Dorm into coming in on a challenge. And his touch from Dorm, the FCK player, sends it behind. A goal kick here to Louisville City. Owen Dom did well there, I thought, Mario. Yeah, he's, I thought he's had a good half. You know what I mean? They, they've had a lot of overloads on his side, but I thought he's handled it really, really well. He can get forward a little bit more, but defensively, I thought he's had a really strong half. We have moved into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. Didn't get an idea of how much time we have. Didn't see the referee raise the board on the near side, the fourth official. But given this is an international friendly, you wouldn't think it'd be too much because they don't often give a lot of stoppage time in these kinds of games. So 
We'll see how much time is left in the first half. 1-1 is our, I beg your pardon, 2-1 is our score. FCK in front, two Terrence Boyd goals, giving them a come-from-behind lead. And Mushigalusa had scored for Louisville City to give the boys in purple an initial lead. And it is very little stoppage time, about 30 seconds in fact. And the referee blows his whistle to end the first half. It has been entertaining. And two players who have played central parts of it, Terrence Boyd and Sean Tosh, are walking toward the locker room arm-in-arm. Boyd put his arm around Tosh. As maybe to say, hey, man, no hard feelings for all the challenges that I had in that first half. Yeah, that was fun to watch. Those two compete against each other. I'm sure I imagine at some point they'll exchange jerseys. But uh, I was impressed with Terrence Boyd. I thought he had a, a really strong half. And I'll be interested to see when he comes off what FCK looks like. 2-1 to one is our score as we head to the locker room break here at Lynn Family Stadium. And the first ever international friendly for Louisville City FC against FC Kaiser Slaudern of Germany. They have that 2-1 to one lead. The halftime report comes your way after this break. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer here on ESPN Louisville. This is a robbery. I need everybody to lay down on the ground. It's the Louisville City FC halftime report right here on ESPN Louisville. Now live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. This halftime report presented to you by Breeze Airways. Nice, new, and nonstop. That's the Breeze way. Our halftime score, FC Kaiser Slaudern in the lead 2-1 to one over Louisville City FC. Lou City had the lead to start the game. They were the first to open the scoring. Enoch Matiti Mushigalusa scoring with his left foot from around 20 yards away. And Louisville City was in business. But then FC Kaiser Slaudern with a couple of answers notably in the 28th minute and then again in the 41st minute, notably from Terrence Boyd, the American international striker who has been a handful for the back line tonight for Louisville City. The first goal he scored literally while laying on the ground, headed it in, just stuck his head out on a ball, played perfectly to him. And then the second goal after Louisville City gave the ball away, a ball over the top and Boyd with an expert finish to clip it over the goalkeeper, Danny Fondes, who is charging in on him. And that made the score 2-1, to one, which is where we find ourselves at halftime here at Lynn Family Stadium. I'm Jeff Milby. Mario Sanchez of the Louisville City and Racing Louisville Academy is with us for tonight's broadcast. Uh, Mario, I thought an even first half, a competitive first half for the neutral fan and for anybody here just to see an exciting game. I thought a, a fun, entertaining first half. Uh, what did you make of it, both from a Louisville City perspective and then what we saw from Kaiser Slatter? To your point, I think just for the fans, you, you got to be happy with it. You, know, you, you come out on a night like tonight and you know, sometimes with these friendlies you don't know what you're going to get, but you got a very entertaining game and it's great to see FC Kaiser Slatter come out and, and compete and go for it. Um, you know, Overall, for FC Kaiser Slatter, I was really impressed Knowing where they're at, you know, having two weeks off, arriving yesterday, uh, really impressed overall with their, their ability, their style of play, uh, really well organized. They were, they were fun to watch. So I think that was really cool to see. On the flip side for, for Loose City, you know, you could see some of these guys just lack a little bit of that match sharpness. You know, we were talking about someone like Ray, who's been out of the lineup. You know, even Enoch has been out of the lineup. Martin Powell's. You know, they, they have really good moments. I think we just need to string more moments together. Uh, I would like to see us, you know, once we win the ball, you know, not just keep possession, but I think just be a little more dangerous because of more opportunities. And then on the flip side, defensively, you know, we got to do a better job of, you know, denying the cross and then also defending the cross. It's, it's pretty obvious, you know, what the plan of attack is for FCK. And they're doing a really good job executing it. I think we got to do a, a much better job of denying what they want to do. 
One of the, the battles that was fun to watch in that first half, we touched on it as we went to the halftime break. But Sean Tosh for Louisville City against Terrence Boyd of FCK. Of course, Tosh, Louisville City fans know, but it's worth pointing out, 31 years of age, a veteran at this stage of his career, his ninth season as a pro, a proud player. He's been with Louisville City uh, for a long, long time in his career. Uh, now in his seventh season with Louisville City, uh, a proud player going up against Boyd, an international quality player who is similar in age, 32 years of age, a really good battle between those two, and, and just interesting to see the interactions yeah. that they've had. Yeah, you can see the mutual respect that, you know, at halftime, you know, we're watching them walk off the field, and, and Boyd and them, they're, you know, they're shaking hands and you know, arm around each other, which is really cool to see, and, you know, and Tosh is a great pro. I mean, he He's been a role model for, for the club from day one and for our, our players, our young players. And I think any, any young player watching this game could see how well, you know, that Tosh handled them, you know, physically and tactically. You know, and on the flip side, you can see someone young like Ramsey, first-year pro, learning how to deal with, with somebody like Terrence Boyd who is going to out-muscle him. And I think sometimes Ramsey's getting a little bit too tied up and allowing Boyd that opportunity to, to use his body. And you've got to be a little more clever with it. But, again, it comes with experience. And in, in, in this half, you could see an old veteran, Tosh, young player, Ramsey, right next to each other and the difference. But that's all part of it. And that's why these games, I think, are valuable. You know, it's, it's hard for Danny to give you know, minutes once the season starts to young players you know, or players that need minutes because every, every game matters. You know, and so to have an opportunity like this in the middle of the season – is, is invaluable for our team. In terms of the second half, we talked about a little bit at the beginning of the game and the pregame, but this is where it's going to start to become a difficult game to manage for, for both managers, really. But Danny Cruz, he has an eye on Las Vegas yeah. who are coming to town on Saturday night back in regular season USL Championship League play. He wants to keep his main players fresh for that game, which counts in the regular season standings. When do you think we'll start to see some changes? Again, for anybody listening, unlimited subs for these teams. They're not, they're not limited to the five, so we could see an entire new 11 for both teams in the second half. When do you think that starts to come in to play from halftime or a couple minutes in i would expect at least a couple at halftime i would think now for fck you know we're watching right now them warm up you know it's hard to know for them you know where their fitness level is again they only ended two weeks ago you know they don't want to risk injury as they're about to embark on their new season um you know so i'm just trying to figure out right now if this is just a you know a, a strenuous warm-up or if almost they're going to make a whole switch and then on the flip side for Lou city you know Tosh at some point you would think is going to have to come off with that game. You know, you don't want him playing 90 minutes. You know, Oscar's played a lot of minutes. Um, Carlos, you know, Dylan, some of these guys. So I would expect, I would be surprised if there's no changes. I would expect at least two or three, you know, for both teams. Um, you know, basically, Boyd's the one for me. I keep going back to him because he looks like he's having a blast out there. Yeah. He looks like a little kid and, you know, he's into it. Yeah. You know, so it would be interesting to see if he comes up off the field i would think he's going to stay on being you know the american and um just watching him play he looks so fit so it looks like he's wanting to show out a little bit being yeah, exactly. in america you know right, that's, that's exactly. the way it feels to me yeah so uh yeah i get two or three and i think usually about that 60th minute mark you, you know these friendlies you, you start to see four or five changes at a time Let's take a time out when we come back. Big news for Racing Louisville today. Huge news for Racing Louisville today, which we will get to. Our score at halftime here at Lynn Family Stadium, 2-1 to one in favor of FC Kaiser Slattern in this international friendly. You're listening to the Breeze Airways Halftime Report here on ESPN Louisville.
Welcome back. It is the Breeze Airways Halftime Report. 2-1 to one is our score in favor of the visitors tonight. FC Kaiserslautern of Germany. Huge soccer news today in the city of Louisville for Racing Louisville. Savannah DeMello has officially been included in the U.S. Women's National Team for the upcoming World Cup. A Just, Mario, a huge moment for her and also for the club to have a player to represent the United States in the upcoming Women's World Cup. Absolutely outstanding for everybody. Uh, and obviously for Sav and, and for the club and for the community. She is a wonderful player, but most importantly, she's a wonderful human being. You know, last year, I had the opportunity to, to work with the, the racing team the whole year, and to see her develop as quickly as she did is, is unbelievable. I mean, it's so, so cool just for all of us to see. Racing Louisville next in action. They are on the road on Saturday night at North Carolina. Your next opportunity to see them at home will come in a couple of weeks' time, July 7th, here at Lynn Family Stadium against Kansas City in regular season play. That game July 7th, Friday, 8 o'clock kickoff. RacingLouFC.com slash tickets is the place to go to get your seats. $8 student tickets, all-you-can-eat ticket options, $17 general admission tickets, very affordable. RacingLouFC.com slash tickets or 502-L-O-U-C-I-T-Y is the phone number. Let's take our final time out. When we come back, we will have the second half of this international friendly. It's Louisville City hosting FCK here on ESPN Louisville. Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium for the second half of tonight's international friendly. It is FC Kaiserslautern 2, Louisville City 1. Some substitutions to talk about at halftime as we expected. Unlimited subs in this international friendly. Three of them to begin for Louisville City. It'll be Niall McCabe coming on for his first appearance since March. After battling an injury, he will come into the game along with Wes Sharpie and Rasmus Tellefsen. They will replace Enoch Matiti Mushagalusa, the goal scorer, Dylan Maris in the midfield, and then Sean Tosh along the back line. All three of those substitutions brought to you by Fortnite, and we believe it is an entirely new team for FC Kaiserslautern. And it looks like all 11 new players, so give us a moment and we'll detail those subs for you. But as the ball is back in play, we will switch ends in the second half. Louisville City moving from left to right, Kaiserslautern moving from right to left. Mario, good to see. Niall McCabe back onto the field with Louisville City. He's been such an integral piece of this team over the years. Yeah, like we were talking about, you know, that's one of the values of these games. You know, you can get someone like Niall real minutes. You can only get so much game fitness, game rhythm, and training. So for Niall to compete against another opponent is, is, is great. Uh, you know, seeing Wes, he's going to get some minutes as well. So I think, like we talked about, you know, these games become very, very valuable for these type of players. On the flip side, I'm, I'm really interested to see for FCK. You know, what do they look like, you know, without without Terrence Boyd? And for them, this gives them a, a great opportunity to, to test out, I would imagine, some of these uh, newer players. Some of the players look a little bit younger, um, just, you know, as I, as I observe them. You know, and then the flip side, last is we're going to get probably at some point, I think, some of our academy players on. Um, so they, it becomes very interesting shortly here as the, as the teams kind of fill each other out um, as a neutral I will, I'm excited to see this. You know, as a Loose City uh, supporter, coach, you know, someone that's you know helped a lot of these players move through. Uh, I'm looking forward to them getting the opportunity to to play against these these season pros and and test themselves out in, in a real game in front of a a good crowd. And that's one thing that's again having this exhibition game. It brings a little bit more flavor you know, to to just a, a normal training session. FCK with possession now after about two minutes of play in the second half. They have it along their back line here with the substitute goalkeeper who has checked into the game. 
That is Abdo Spahic, a 26-year-old in his seventh season as a professional. Again, all 11 new players coming out at halftime for FCK. We'll try and identify them as we go along. Ball out for an FCK throw on the far side, their right. It comes in here to one of the new players. That is Aaron Bozenok, a youngster, 20 years of age, played just one game with the reserve team for FCK last season, but he couldn't control that throw. It's out for a Louisville City throw on the far side, the left. Oscar Jimenez will take the throw. Again on the left side for Louisville City. Sends it down the far sideline towards Martin Powells, who does reasonably well to hold it up. Drops it off to Rasmus Tellison. Tried to play it back to Powells. It's blocked aside by an FCK player. That is Jean Zimmer, the regular captain for this team. A 29-year-old, number eight, playing on the far sideline. He had the final touch. It'll be a throw to Louisville City once again in the attacking half this time. Jimenez into the corner to Martin Powells, battling with two FCK players. It's out of play. Last touch by... Kaiser Slattern and another throw to Louisville City. Further forward in the final third now. Powell's did pretty well once again being physical there. Into the box from the throw as Tellefson drops it off here. A shot from distance from Niall McCabe, his first touch, and that shot is blocked on its way through. A heavy deflection on that block goes all the way to Louisville City half where Wes Sharpie, who checked into the game a moment ago, chases it down in front of Lex Lobinger, a 24-year-old for FC Kaiser Slattern, who has checked in as the center forward tonight, number 27 here in the second half. Still with Louisville City after they were able to retrieve that loose ball. It's Del Piccolo who remains in the game, dropping deep between the center uh, the two center halves, center backs. It is Ramsey Kowazmi playing it forward where it's intercepted by a Kaiser Slattern player. That's Ben Reinheimer but he can't do much with it. It goes back to Louisville City in the Louisville City defensive penalty area. We talked about it a little bit in the pregame, Mario, but this Kaiser Slattern team, there are some youngsters involved, as I just mentioned, a kid that came up from the reserve side, but there are still some seasoned pros that have checked into the game in, at halftime. A 36-year-old has come in, a 29-year-old, a 28-year-old, on down the list. This is not just kids out there for FCK. This is part of their regular team, so it's still a talented squad out there in red right now. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we were wondering when they you know, they were coming out, if they are going to bring a mix of academy players and pros. But to your point, no, these are guys who are seasoned pros, and I think similar, they're, they're trying to make an impression on their coaching staff so that way they can get more minutes for this upcoming season. Bob, all the way back to Danny Fondez, the goalkeeper for Louisville City. He plays it wide left to West Sharpie in the defensive half here. And down the middle is Carlos Mogel dropping deep for the moment. Sends the ball in the air down the near sideline. Owen Dom brings it down nicely with his left foot. Cuts it inside. Plays it forward to Martin Powell's. Tried to t- play it one time on the overlap for Ray Serrano, who's making a run. But uh, that pass, not really on target to where Serrano was and not really where he was on the run either. And it is easily collected by the goalkeeper. Once again, Spahich coming off the bench. Abdo Spahich for FC Kaiser Slaughter. Forward it goes from Kaiser Slaughter's perspective. And it's one back by Louisville City. Niall McCabe with a touch of the ball. Here's Carlos Mogel. They're in the attacking half just past the center circle. Second half has favored Louisville City as you might expect with a lot of their a team that's been in the game, remaining in the game, whereas Kaiser Slatter, in a, it's basically a new game here in the second half. Long diagonal from Louisville City down the near sideline for Ray Serrano to chase near the corner flag, but he was offside. Flag goes up as he approached the ball at the end line near the corner flag. It'll be a free kick here to Kaiser Slatter, who are in the lead. 2-1 to one is our score. Five minutes gone by in the second half. Yeah, I actually think this is a really important half for Martin Powell's. You know, he, 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 again, he needs one just a minute to get fit, but also from a confidence side to, to come back this half, have a really good... Sh- strong half, make himself available, want the ball, get in the box. This is going to end up being, a, I think, an important half just for him in particular. And then for guys like Niall, you know what I mean? It's great to see Niall McKay back on the field and getting him some real game minutes. 
Ball goes forward from a Kaiser Slaughter perspective, and here's a foul against Louisville City, and it'll give Kaiser Slaughter a promising free kick. And not only is it a foul, but it's a booking against Ramsey Kawazmi of Louisville City, a world of beer yellow card shown to Kawazmi. The foul happened just outside of the box on the left side of it, and so it'll be a free kick for Kaiser Slaughter that might play a little bit like a corner, or they could take a shot on target here if they wanted to. It's just about three yards outside of the box on the left side. What did you see on that foul, Mario? Yeah, again, Ramsey, just a, a bit of a learning curve. The attacker player got behind him, and he actually, you know, he reached out and pulled him down. And even though, again, even though it's a friendly, it is a yellow card. It's going to be Aaron Apoku to stand over this free kick, a right-footed player, 24-year-old who came out at halftime with the entire team change, his fifth season as a pro. He scored two goals for Kaiser Slaughter last year. Two-man wall in front of him. Here's the free kick for Kaiser Slaughter, and Apoku goes over the bar. Tried to just whip it into a dangerous area. Might have been going for goal. There were runners making runs into the six-yard box as well, and ultimately he just overhit it over the bar and behind for a Louisville City goal kick. Yeah, that was always going to be a tough shot. I'm actually surprised that he did shoot it because uh, it's a tough angle to beat the keeper at. Louisville City with the ball from the goal kick. Under some pressure is West Sharp. He sends it along with his left foot from the far sideline into the attacking half towards Martin Powell's. Powell's couldn't get it. It was a header there for FCK, and then a foul goes against Louisville City as Zimmer, who is checked in for FCK, goes down. Free kick to the guests here tonight, FC Kaiser Slaughter. It is along their back line here with Jan Elvetti, a Swiss player who plays for FCK. He just signed with them to begin the next season having played last season for a different German club in the second division. Ball down the near sideline for FCK. Promising-looking attack. Here's an opportunity to shoot, and it's off the crossbar. Still in play in the the penalty area for Louisville City, brought down by Paolo Del Piccolo. He sends it out to Ray Serrano. He's tripped up, and it's a foul to end the opportunity. The foul going against one of the defenders who was playing forward for FCK. The shot there, I believe, came from Reinheimer for Kaiser Slatter, and he was unmarked in plenty of space, had a hit, and lucky for Louisville City and Danny Fondez that it hit the underside of the crossbar and stayed out. Really good move by FCK. Uh, they, they sucked in Owen Dam a little bit, got behind him, and a really good cutback and a great shot. Reinheimer, a 19-year-old with that opportunity. He's one of the youngsters that checked in, a Mites youth player, trying to work his way into the senior team here for FC Kaiser Slattern in the second division of the Bundesliga in Germany. Again, a team with a long history, over 100 years. They've won the German title four times as recently as 1998, but have recently fallen on hard times. They were just promoted from the third division to the second before last season. Louisville City with the ball on the far sideline. Here's Rasmus Tellefsen, who checked into the game at halftime. Drops it off backward to Niall McCabe, who's playing deep in the formation right now. Oscar Jimenez playing ahead of McCabe, plays it back to him, playing where left back typically would. McCabe picks up his head. Long ball down the middle. Looking for Ray Serrano. Well read by Kaiser Slatter and falls to Powell's. 30 yards from goal. Plays it backward to McCabe on the inside left. Wide left now. Tellefsen as Louisville City looks to tie the game here. Tellefsen on his right foot. Driven cross towards the near post. Flicked on behind by a Kaiser Slatter player. It goes behind the, re- the goalkeeper sprawling to his right, trying to keep it in play. But the referee, I think, alertly and smartly whistles blows his whistle. It's behind. He did not keep it in play, the goalkeeper, and it's a Vi-Fi corner kick for Louisville City from the far side, their left. That was much better by Louisville City. You know, keep possession, and we got a dangerous ball in the box, and now we get a corner out of it. Again, corner from the far side for Louisville City here in the 55th minute. Nine and a half minutes have been played in the second half. It'll be Mogel to stand over it. He has McCabe as a near option if they want to play it short. Mogel, a right-footed player. It'll be an in-swinger off of his right foot. There are five players in purple jerseys to aim at in the penalty area. 
And again, Louisville City trailing here 2-1, to one, trying to forge a comeback trail. They led early, but conceded twice in the first half. Here's the corner from O'Gale. Towards the penalty spot, it's Kawazmi. Couldn't get his header on target. Falls to Serrano. A shot from distance. Might have been deflected on its way through. It's well wide in the end by about 10 yards to the right of the goal. And it was not deflected. So it is a goal kick here to FC Kaiser Slaughter. The initial ball in was a good one. Close to Kowazmi. Couldn't direct his header on target. The ball fell to Ray Serrano after the clearance. He hit it with his right foot. Just couldn't get it on frame. Yeah, Kowazmi's going to want that one back. He, he, he unfortunately mistimed it. Uh, it, it. Unfortunately, that should have been me in the back of the net. FCK from the goal kick has the ball along the back line here with Lars Blinning, a 25-year-old playing at center back. He sends the ball long, but the player on the end of the ba- on end of the ball was offside. That's Kenny Prince Redondo, a German-born player who has Ethiopian and Spanish descent, hence the name. But he was offside. A free kick here to Louisville City, a fifth-third free kick as well. Has the ball now on the inside left after they play it on the ground. It's Niall McCabe, who's looked lively on the ball. Again, playing in his first game since March. He played in the first couple of games for Louisville City, went down with injury, and has since not been able, not been available for the boys in purple. Here he is now on the right side. McCabe playing all over the field right now. Into the middle to Carlos Mogel. They're in the attacking half. Long diagonal for Mogel. Sends it, trying to look for the over, uh, the run there by Oscar Jimenez. And it's intercepted by FC Kaiser Slattern. And as the Red Devils try to come forward, a foul here against Louisville City. Carlos Mogel, that would go under the category of professional foul. Just reached out and pulled down a Kaiser Slattern player from behind. No booking, though that might have been a booking in a regular season game. It's just a free kick to Kaiser Slattern here in their attacking half, just to the right of the center circle, a couple of yards past midfield. The player that was fouled was Reinheimer, number 26. Yeah, Carlos is going to want that one back. That's usually what he's really good at, switching the long diagonals, and unfortunately he mishit it, and to your point, a professional foul to kill the play. It's the left back, number 15, Tim Tiesz Huhash, a Polish player who is also new to this team, played last season in Greece. Playing as a left back here for Kaiser Slattern coming on in the second half. Ball forward from the goalkeeper right down the middle. Looking for Lobinger, the center forward, but he was offside. Couldn't really bring the ball down either. Just tried to flick it on towards Danny Fondes from about 50 yards away. The flag went up immediately. It's a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City in their defensive half. Just shy of the center circle. 57 minutes and counting upward gone by in this game. 2-1 to is the score in favor of Kaiser Slattern. We've yet to see a goal in the second half. Louisville with the ball with Rasmus Tellefsen on the inside left. Into the center circle is Carlos Mogel. Now backward on the left side is Ramsey Kowazmi, the rookie out of Providence. Long diagonal off of his right foot. Down the near sideline is Dom. Tries to bring it down with his right foot. Can't do it. The ball bounces past him. It'll go out of play a, a throw here for FC Kaiser Slaudern on the near side. Their left in their defensive half. And Puhash, the left-sided fullback here, will take the throw. Yeah, you can see both teams again. You know, I wouldn't call this a friendly. You know, both teams are getting after it. A uh, little bit different rhythm. You know, FCK without Terrence Boyd, you can see they play a little bit different, not as direct. Uh, they don't have somebody to run off, but they have a little more control in the midfield and, and interact, interchanging positions. Throw comes in from Pujas down the near sideline, a battle for possession near midfield, and Lou City comes out of the crowd with the ball. It's Jimenez playing as one of the last two or three men back. He's being chased around by Redondo, and Redondo not able to find the ball as Jimenez plays it backward to Sharpie, who has time and space. Now Mogel dropping deep. Now Kowazmi, the right-sided center back for Louisville City. Now Mogel playing between the two center backs in the defensive half, has time and space to stand on the ball and look around for an option. Finds Kowazmi on the ground, back to Mogel as... 
FCK patiently defends here. On the ground forward to Paolo Del Piccolo. First time plays it all the way back to where it came from. Kowazmi will keep it alive. As Del Piccolo just trying to make a run and create some opportunities. Here's Mogel once again standing in the same position. Just to the right of the center circle where he's been for the last couple of moments. Plays it on the ground to the left center back. Here's Wes Sharpie crossing into the attacking half. Turns with his back to goal now. Plays it to Tellefson who's dropping backward. And now backward to Niall McCabe who's playing along the back line. Louisville City looking for some opportunities to just break open this FCK defensive front right now. It's Niall McCabe to the right of the center circle. Dribbling with the ball at his feet. Ball over the top looking for Dom who is making an inventive run into the penalty area. It's cut out by FCK. Serrano had a bite at it but then it's cleared away by a Red Devil player. Back to Louisville City though as Sharpie keeps it alive at midfield. Now McCabe. Now Dom on the near sideline. Back to McCabe. They're in the attacking half. He's on the inside right. Forward to Serrano. Under some pressure there from a defender for FCK. He has to play it backward to Sharpie. Long diagonal here from McCabe, looking for run of Jimenez in the attacking half down the far sideline. It'll be out for Louisville City. Throws a poku, couldn't bring it down for FCK. So a long diagonal did its job there for Louisville City. Advanced possession, they'll have a throw in the final third here. Here it comes into Martin Powell's. Back to goal on the right side of the penalty area. Backward to Mogel. Now Tellison further backward to Sharpie. Now McCabe in the middle. Swings it into the center circle. Here's Kowazmi with time and space. On his right foot, drops it off to McCabe forward. McCabe on his right. Dribbling toward the right, plays it there on the ground to Kawazmi. Ten yards past midfield. Kawazmi on the inside right, 20 yards past the midfield strike. Now to Del Piccolo. Back to Kawazmi on the near sideline. On the ground, inside right of Serrano. Tried to back it toward Dom, but he picks up the loose ball after it was errantly cleared by FCK. And a foul here. Serrano goes down. It'll be a free kick to the boys in purple. A fifth-third free kick in a decent position. It's just to the right side of the penalty area, just close to that corner of the penalty area. Might set up nicely for a left-footed player here, but patient, patient stuff from Louisville City the last couple of minutes, and they get the reward here, Mario. Yeah, much better. You know, I think they can still move the ball a little bit quicker, but the patience was good, and then Ray around did a really good job of getting between the lines, receiving the ball, and drawing the foul. 30 minutes to go, 29 and change to be more specific, plus stoppage time in the second half here. FCK in front 2-1. to one. They came from behind in the first half before a strong crowd on a Wednesday night that had rain in the forecast here at Lynn Family Stadium. I was told a crowd of about 6,000 expected. I would imagine it's a little bit larger than that, maybe close to it. Fifth third free kick for Louisville City here again. Just near the corner to the right side from Louisville's perspective of the FCK penalty area. Mogel and Del Piccolo stand over it with four players to aim at in the box. This might line up for a left-footed hit from Del Piccolo here. We'll see how it happens. Two-man wall. Carlos Mogel fakes. Here's Del Piccolo. Ball to the back post. And it's just over the head of Wes Sharpie, who was the intended target. And it's behind a goal kick here to FCK. That's a good look. Yeah, good ball by Paolo. Good move by Wes. A little bit unfortunate. Just a little too far over his head. And we'll have another substitution here. With 29 minutes to go, just past the hour mark, and it is another good sign for Louisville City that this man is healthy. Manny Perez coming back into the game, or coming into the game, I should say, for Louisville City. Back in action for the first time in a few games. He's been battling an injury. He will replace Oscar Jimenez, and this will bring Owen Dom to the left side as the left fullback, where he'd been playing on the right most of all of this game. And Manny Perez will line up in his usual spot as a right back. That substitution, Perez on for Jimenez, brought to you by Fortna in the 63rd minute here for Louisville City. Yeah, we've missed Manny. That's going to be huge to get him back. Again, this opportunity to get some game minutes, uh, it's invaluable for us. Little moments that Martin Powell's earned some cheers for as he slid in to keep the ball in the attacking in here for Louisville City. It's out for a throw to FCK, but just good effort there by Powell's to keep the ball on this side of the field. 
It'll be the veteran, the captain, Zimmer, to take the throw for FCK on the far sideline. Sends it down the far sideline where Lobinger is trying to bring it down and go forward. But Lobinger threw West Sharpie aside. And he is belatedly, after sprinting a few yards, called for a foul. So there's a fifth third free kick here to Louisville City toward the left side at the midfield stripe. Uh, really on the inside left, and now they're going to bring it back much further into the attacking half for Loose City, about 10 or 15 yards past midfield. It was good early on, though, to see Marvin Powell's, you know, battling, working hard. You know, I mean, that's what he has to continue to do is just, you know, work hard, put himself in spots to win the ball and make himself available for the team. It's little moments like that for a player like Powell's who's trying to improve. Here's a giveaway from Louisville City, though, a bad one. Niall McCabe just didn't see the pass coming. He wasn't even looking. Apoku bearing in on goal for FCK. A chance for them to add a third and a save from Danny Fondes. Lobinger with the shot from an acute angle on the right side. Just tried to drill it over the head of Danny Fondes and roof it. But Fondes stood tall and made a save for Louisville City and then collected the loose ball as well. That's great goalkeeping. Come out, brave, get big. And he did a great job to cut the angle down and, and take the shot. But just an awkward one to give away for Louisville City. Niall McCabe just wasn't looking where the pass was coming from. Just a ball that seemed to roll for a minute. And then the first to react was a poku for FCK. That's that rhythm we're talking about. So for someone like Niall who hasn't played a game in a while, he needs these games. You know, it's obviously way different than training. So to have a live opponent is going to help him out long term. Del Piccolo, long ball to Tellefson. Tried to drop it off to McCabe in the attacking half to the left side of the box. McCabe couldn't catch up to it. FCK takes over. They've got it along their back line here with Pujas, who has come into the middle, the left back. He gives it up to a center back teammate. That's Elvetti. Elvetti, a long ball forward, looking for the uh, the player who just had the opportunity, Lobinger, who's playing as a center forward right now. He couldn't hold it up, couldn't win the ball in the air. It bounces over his shoulder, and Louisville City regains possession with 25 minutes to go, plus stoppage time in this game. The first ever international friendly, first time Louisville City has faced an international opponent. And it is FC Kaiserslautern tonight out of the second division in Germany. A very entertaining first half. Second half here, 20 minutes in. Hasn't quite had the same spice that the first half did. But you can understand because FCK made 11 subs at halftime. So they're just now getting into the game, these players. Here's a foul, a shove in the back from one of the players we've yet to mention, Julian Nihush, who came on at halftime. He was one of the 11 substitutions. He just shoved a player for Louisville City down from behind. Fifth third free kick put back into play. Here's Lou City trying to work the ball through the middle. Serrano 20 yards from goal. He'll take aim. Blocked on its way through. Falls to McCabe. Instead of shooting, he tried to play it wide left and no one was reading that pass. First person to react was a poku for FCK and now the visitors in red trying to counter quickly. It's Lobinger on the overlap. A poku. He's in behind all by himself. Flag stays down and Fondes saves once again. Tried to go low to the poku. Fondes stopped it. It'll fall here to uh, Redondo for FCK. His shot with his left foot blocked from 18 yards and Louisville City's defense doing some work here. Now with the left side, FCK ball in towards the penalty spot. It'll be cut out there by Tellefson for Louisville City. No one on the end of it in red. Tellefson touches it back to Dom and Louisville City can breathe after a couple of opportunities. Danny Fonda has been called into action here in the second half and he's made two fine saves. Oh man, what another great big save You know, just for him as an individual trying to get back to that starting lineup. But for this game in particular to keep us in the game, again, similar to the last chance they had comes out big makes himself really hard to beat and gets in the way a great block for from danny and danny fondez was such a big player for louisville city in that playoff run filling in for kyle morton last year who went down with injury certainly went down in the folklore of louisville city 
but has found playing time hard to come by this season with Morton back healthy, with Oliver Zimla, the rookie from Marshall, coming in and winning that number one job. Here's the ball from McCabe, looking for Manny Perez in behind on the right side, but it's too far in front. It'll bounce in front of Manny and go out of play. A goal kick here for FC Kaiser Slaudern. And as we mentioned earlier, a decent crowd on hand tonight. They've announced it 7,167 on a Wednesday evening with rain in the forecast, and it did rain tonight, so that's excellent to see. Oh, that's great. I mean, for our first exhibition on a Wednesday night, uh, it's great to see it. And, you know, obviously we're looking for in the future. we got Atlantic, uh, Atlantic coming up here in a, in a couple weeks. So I think, again, it's great for the local soccer community to have these games. 23 minutes to go as FCK still stands over this goal kick. The goalkeeper who has checked into the game, Spot Hitch, sends everybody forward just to send it long after they initially looked like they were going to build out of the back. You mentioned it, Atlante out of Mexico is going to be the second ever international friendly for Louisville City. That's coming up later in the month of July. Another opportunity for Lou City to take on an opponent from overseas and an opponent from Mexico where we know how important soccer is to the culture down there. So a team that will likely have a strong following as well, just like FCK does tonight. Again, a couple of hundred FCK fans from yeah. around the country and also Germany have made the trip here today. Yeah, that Atlanta game will be fun because it'll be a completely different style of play compared to FCK. Um, so I think, again, just exposing our local soccer community to different styles, a, a different rhythm of play, and a, a different excitement. And that one will be on a Saturday night, by the way. We'll get you the full date here shortly, but that'll be an opportunity maybe to see a really good crowd here at Lynn Family Stadium. Uh, on a Saturday night. Lucity with the ball right now looking to forge a comeback trail. They trail it 2-1 to one to FCK. They've got it in the center circle with Wes Sharpie. He's got time and space around him, about 10 yards of space. Plays it left to Niall McCabe who has seen lots of the ball since coming on in the second half. Just trying to, I guess, get a feel for the game, I would think, after missing so many weeks with injury. Here he is once again, McCabe on the left side in the attacking half. Down the far sideline is Tellison, the left winger. Here's Powell's working his way toward the corner flag, the center forward, trying to hold it up. The big number 90 at six foot seven, And he just does the job. It's knocked off of his toes out of play for a Louisville City throw on the far side. The Lou City left in the attacking final third. Dom moving to left back here in the second half. Takes the throw into Tellison. Tellison veering into the middle. Tried to link up with Carlos Mogel. His pass was errant though, but Redondo for FCK who intercepted it. Couldn't do anything with it. He hit it long and Danny Fondes for Louisville City brings it down. The goalkeeper playing out of his penalty area by a few yards. Here are the boys in purple once again with it. Wes Sharpie in the attacking half. Clips the ball down the middle for Powell's who mistimed his jump. Couldn't win the ball. The FCK player behind him did. FCK trying to link up coming forward. And a decent opportunity. Now they've got the chance. Three on one. It comes through to Apoku on the right side. He's got one runner in the middle. Here's Apoku. Plays it to that runner. Lopinger and his shot is blocked and it's behind. The chance goes wide. Lopinger had the opportunity in the middle. Tried to casually just pass it into the back of the net. But Louisville City, I believe, with Manny Perez, went to ground, got the block, put it behind. It's a corner kick here for Kaiser Slaughter. Really good defending by Manny to get back behind the ball and make a, a goal save, uh, goal sliding save there. But uh, you got to be a little bit worried because we're getting exposed in the counter. I mean, that's uh, three one-on-ones they've had now in the, in the last 15 minutes. You know, we're losing our shape as we keep the ball, and then in one or two passes, FCK's countering. So this corner for FCK from the far side, their right. It will be Aaron Opoku to take the corner. He had a, has had a couple of opportunities to score in this second half. Here he will try to deliver one for a goal. Outswinger off of his right foot. Here it comes. Driven in towards the near post. Loose in the area. 
trying to keep it alive for Kaiser Slaughter was Nihush. And it's out for another corner to Kaiser Slaughter. Mogel was doing the defending for Louisville City. The ball passed the inline. Another corner for Kaiser Slaughter from the far side, their right. And they're going to make a substitution here as well. So they made 11 switches at halftime. And one player for them got about 25 minutes. That player for them is Aaron Bozinach. A youngster, 20 years, of, uh, 20 years of age, a youth academy product for them, so he got a brief cameo. He is replaced in this game by Neil Gibbs, another youngster, 21 years of age, who played last year on loan away from FCK. He's made five senior appearances for this team in league play a couple of years ago when they were in the third division. So that substitution, Gibbs for Bozanak, is brought to you by Fortney. Here's the corner from Opoku. Comes in towards the penalty spot over everybody's head. Here's an opportunity to shoot for FCK. It's blocked just out uh, from the top of the six-yard box, and then a foul will end the threat as Niall McCabe is tripped up just outside of the penalty area in the D. It'll give a fifth, third free kick to Louisville City. The shot came from Puhash, the left back, the Polish native, and his shot was sort of drug across the face of goal, and it was not deflected, and it's a free kick here to Louisville City. Yeah, we, we got to do a better job, like I say, you know, when we're in possession, that we're not too exposed. You know, we, we often use the term rest defending or defending in advance. And basically what that means when we have the ball, we got to be prepared in case we lose it. And right now, while we have it, we're too open. And again, once we lose it, they're counterattacking us. Uh, potentially, here we go again. You can see we're just we're too spread out when we have the ball. 18 and a half minutes to go. Kaiser Slattern leads 2-1. to one. Ray Serrano working really hard just to keep possession right now. Has to drop all the way back to the back line. Plays it forward to Kowazmi, who's shown up on the right side near the sideline. In the infield to Mogel. Mogel lost possession and then committed a foul. And he's going to be booked. Carlos Mogel, the referee, pulls out a yellow card and shows it. A world of beer yellow card shown to Mogel by Drew Tattersall, the referee here. And he gives a free kick here to FC Kaiser Slattern at the midfield stripe just to the left side. And we're going to have a slew of substitutions here for Louisville City. And this is what we've expected tonight at some point. These kids from the academy were going to get their opportunity, and a few of them are. The, there's about three or four youngsters off the bench for Louisville City. They're getting final instructions from Simon Bird here before they check into the game. Ball to the far side from the FCK free kick. It's knocked down, and it's out for a FCK throw on the far side, their right. In the attacking half for them, just outside of the Louisville City box. Throw comes into a Poku on the inside right. He's been active, trying to work his way through a few Louisville City purple shirts, and it's out for a Louisville City throw off the foot of a Poku. It'll come from the far side, the Louisville City left. Owen Dom will take it. Things are getting a little bit ragged right now. It's a humid night here in Louisville, a hot night here in Louisville. We've had rain tonight, and a Louisville City team coming off of a long trip from Phoenix, and also a Kaiser Slattern team that didn't get into America until 5 o'clock last night. A couple of teams starting to show some tired legs, so maybe some of these youngsters for Louisville City who are set to check in might be able to bring some energy here as Louisville City has the ball deep in their defensive half with Niall McKay, plays it to the left side to West Sharpie, who touches the ball forward at a walking pace. Sharpie, ball on the ground into the center circle to Ray Serrano, turns and clips the ball into the air to the near sideline in the attacking half. Manny Perez chests it down under pressure from Puhash, left back for Kaiser Slaughter. Perez circles into the inside right, plays it into the center circle to Sharpie. Sharpie, 20 yards into the attacking half now, tries to play a ball on the ground towards Niall McCabe, who was about 10 yards in front of him, and just overhit the pass, and a, a poor pass there. Goes past McCabe, all the way past
past the far sideline, a throw to Kaiser Slattern in their defensive final third from the far side, their right. Yeah, to your point, you know, a lot of giveaways on, on both sides of the ball. Um, I think both teams can, can settle down a little bit, get a little more rhythm again, a little more patient. Uh, a lot of Aaron passes are, are going all over the place. And for Lucy in particular, we, we've kind of lost our way a little bit, lost our rhythm. Lucidi does have the ball, though, even if it is without rhythm, as you point out, Mario. It's Sharpie, now Kowazmi under pressure from Redondo, just able to get the ball away to Mogel, who turns and tries to play it to the near side, the right. Manny Perez, great hustle as he wins the ball back. Perez, the ball through towards Powell's, just in front of him in the penalty area, and cleared away by Kaiser Slaughter, and past the far sideline, the left for Louisville City, a throw. An opportunity for Manny Perez there after his hustle won the ball to play it into Powell's. They just couldn't quite link up. Well, this is going to be interesting now. You know, we got four academy players coming on. Uh, what an opportunity for these young men, you know, to, to play in a, in a game like this in front of this crowd. International team, this is something they'll remember the rest of their life. And, and now it gives them a, kind of a, an opportunity to see where they're at. So I'm excited, you know, as, a, as academy director to, to see these young men get this opportunity. Danny's always, Danny Cruz has always been great about this, giving the young players a chance. So, you know, I'm looking forward to this. So there are four Louisville City players coming off, including Kawazmi, Serrano, Mogel, and Niall McCabe. And then four youngsters coming into the game, all Academy products. It's Jabari Rashid, Gio Chavez, Jack Travis, and Dakota Hart all coming into this game. All four of those substitutions brought to you by Fortna with 15 minutes to go in a 2-1 to game. The throw comes in from Louisville City as they try and tie this friendly, and it's brought down by Gio Chavez, ultimately in the middle of the field. He plays it wide right to Manny Perez, and now back to the back line where Jabari Rashid has lined up as the right center back, paired with Wes Sharpie. Uh, in that position. Here's Sharpie coming forward. A long diagonal off of his left foot near midfield. Sends it toward Owen Dom, who's lined up on the right side. Falls to Manny Perez. Opportunity to cross in for Perez to the back post. Martin Powell's couldn't catch up to it. And FCK will clear it away. But that clearance stays alive for City. Paolo Del Piccolo into the box. Martin Powell's back heel to Del Piccolo. Chance to score. Save from the goalkeeper. And it's going to go wide past the far sideline. A throw to Louisville City in the attacking half. What phenomenal soccer that was from Louisville City. Just couldn't get that final moment to put it past the goalkeeper. A fine save as well. Yeah, hands down the best moment of the second half. Really good combination play, and got to give the goalkeeper for FCK credit. He came out big. Goalkeeper for FCK, Spahic with the chance. Here's Louisville City with the ball once again. Powell's to the left side of the box, couldn't bring it down, and it's cleared away by FCK. Once again past the far sideline, a throw for Louisville City with 13 and a half minutes to go in a 2-1 to game. Throw comes in over the head of Powell's, headed away by FCK. They'll flick it forward to Lobinger, the center forward, trying to hold it up. He can't control it. Louisville City had the ball for a moment there with one of the youngsters. That's Hart, but the ball goes off of the referee, and the new rules, or I say new, it's been around for a couple of years. The new rules say that this will be a drop ball possession here instead of just a continuance of possession. And the referee will drop the ball here back to Louisville City. Yeah, this is great. You can see the young players brought some energy and right, right off the bat, you know, right when they all came on, you know, get a really good score, uh, goal scoring opportunity. There's Jabari Rashid, the right center back, one of the academy players, forward to Chavez, another academy player, playing as a midfielder. Plays it to the left center back, Sharpie, who's well into the attack. Louisville really knocking on the door right now, trying to tie this friendly. On the far sideline, it's tried to. It's played in towards Hart. Hart couldn't control it. Here comes FCK forward with three runners in red into the attacking half. Martin Powell's tracking back, probably to his team's benefit, fouls the FCK player that was bringing the ball forward from behind. Another professional foul, you would say. There it was Gibbs, one of the substitutes who was coming forward for FCK. It's a free kick to the visitors just past midfield on the inside right. They take it quickly with Zimmer, the veteran. He plays it on the ground to the back line here. 
And that ball forward from the back line from Bunning is intercepted by Louisville City. And the boys in purple take over. Manny Perez on the right side. Under pressure here from Puhash. Plays the ball backward and gets out of pressure. Does Manny Perez nicely. Backward to West Sharpie here. Sharpie touches it forward into the attacking half. Picks up his head. Left-footed diagonal toward the near sideline. Here's Owen Dom. Brings it down with his right foot. Drifts toward the near sideline. Has to... Dribble backward to get out of trouble. Drops it off backward to Manny Perez on the inside right. Ball on the ground. Inside left is West Sharpie playing well forward in the attacking half. Forward on the inside left. Tellefson trying to link up with Hart there. Just over the head of the young kid. Battle for possession now after FCK couldn't quite clear it. They bring it down. Do the visitors here with Elvetti, the right center back. And FCK takes over on the ball for the moment. They'll play it all the way back to the goalkeeper here. He sends it long into the center circle. Lobinger tries to bring it down. A heavy touch off of his foot. And Louisville City takes over once again. I'll tell you what, Lobinger for FCK. He's uh, had a yeoman's job in the second half. He's really playing up there by himself. Here's yeah. a foul uh, against FCK with Nihush as Del Piccolo goes down. Yeah, to your point, you can see the difference between Terrence Boyd's up there you know, versus this half. You know, he... He's trying. He's working hard. He's not able to hold the ball as much as Terrence Boyd. And so it's not allowing FCK to get out. And they're, they're really their best attacks have come on the counterattack versus any kind of buildup. 11 minutes to go. The possession very much in favor of Louisville City over the last 10 or 15 minutes. It is one of the young players, the right center back, Jabari Rashid, who brought the ball forward. Louisville City working it down the right side. Martin Powell's here commits a foul trying to chase the ball that was played in behind. And it'll be a free kick to FCK just to the left of their box in the defensive half. The player that drew the foul there for FCK was Lars Bunning, and it'll be a free kick taken here by the goalkeeper who comes out of his box to take this one. Spahic, again a few yards to the left of the FCK box. Louisville City really with momentum right now, though, Mario. I mean, I know it's a friendly. The result certainly doesn't matter, playing for pride out there. But if there's one team that's likely to score right now, I think it's Louisville City unless FCK hits them on the counter. Yeah, it's been a good, you know, the last about 10 minutes have been really, really positive. Again, I think the young players have done a good job coming in with energy. You know, kind of creating a little bit of, of chaos, which I think the game needed it, you know, quite honestly. So it'll be it'll be fun uh, last 10 minutes here. I think if we can get still Martin Powell's more in the box, there's been two really good crosses that I'd like to see Martin Powell's you know, position himself more centrally in the box to get it, uh, on the end of these crosses. Ball forward for FCK was cleared away by Jabari Rashid. It's a throw to FCK. It's in play now. Puhash has it. Touched off of his feet by Dom. Another throw to FCK on the near side of the left. And we're going to have another substitution here in the 81st minute. Ten minutes to go plus stoppage time. Two to one our score. Blue City trails. And it's Martin Powells who checks out after 80 minutes tonight with a sweat-drenched jersey. And he is going to be replaced by Colin Elder, one of the youngsters who has seen action for Louisville City already this season, signed to a USL Academy contract. He played a couple of minutes in the season, the home opener rather, against El Paso back in late March. So Elder on, Powell's off at the center forward position. That substitution brought to you by Fortna. With FCK looking for a third goal here, it's Lobinger at the top of the box. Plays it wide right, opportunity to cross. Cross high into the air, towards the back post. Headed away by Owen Dom. Apoku trying to keep it alive for FCK. Falls to Del Piccolo. He sends a long ball for Elder, who's the only player forward. Couldn't catch up to it. Well defended there by FCK with Bunning along the back line. And the Red Devils from Germany take over in possession here. It is Zimmer, who is lined up more centrally now after a substitution a few minutes ago. Has the ball in the attacking half for FCK on the inside right. Wide right now to a team looking to link up with Lobinger who's dropped back 
looking for a touch of the ball, the center forward, and it's intercepted by Louisville City. Rasmus Tellison on the far sideline with a defender on his back trying to keep it alive. It goes out of play, his last touch, and a throw to FCK here on the far side, their right in the attacking half, about center 15 yards past midfield. Throw comes into Lobinger, chests it down. They work it into the middle now to Zimmer, trying to switch fields. He successfully does so, playing it on the ground to the near side of the left. Here's Puhash with it. Puhash back to Zimmer on the inside left. They're 10 yards past midfield. Del Piccolo up with a challenge for Louisville City and a foul called against him as he just stuck out a leg and also had a hand on the shoulder of Zimmer, a free kick to FCK. Now you can see, I think we're doing a better job of closing the ball down. Obviously, that comes with, with energy uh, from the young players. Now, again, can we get our line higher and you know go for the tying goal? Well, all the way back for FCK to the goalkeeper, Spahic. He's 20 yards out of his box. Sends a long ball to the near sideline looking for Puhash. It's Redondo who goes up for the header. Redondo's ball out of play off of his head. Last touch by him. It's a throw to Louisville City on the near side of the right. Redondo arms up in the air arguing his case. But the referee awarded the throw to Louisville. Comes in from Manny Perez to Chavez, one of the youngsters in the midfield. Brings it back to Rashid, another academy product. And he plays it to the top of the box for Louisville City, their defensive box that is, to West Sharpie who brings the ball forward with plenty of space. Just walking pace right now for West Sharpie. Into the middle to Chavez. Now Jabari Rashid, a U.K. commit who was a part of that U19 Louisville City Academy Dallas Cup Championship team, a very prestigious youth tournament that Louisville City was able to win earlier this year. Long ball from Sharpie, long diagonal, I should say, to the near side line. Manny Perez tried to link up with Dom. It's out of play. A throw to Louisville City on the near side, the right, 10 or 15 yards past midfield. And Manny Perez will have the throw. But a moment, Mario, to, to, for you to be proud of, of your academy, that you guys went down to Dallas and won that tournament. Explain to people listening how, how important that is. Yeah, Dallas Cup's one of the, the oldest international youth tournaments in, in the U.S. Um, historically has some of the best youth academies in the, from around the world, quite honestly, there. And uh, this year we are fortunate that uh, you know, Luke Spencer took the boys down our U19s and, and won the championship down there. Uh, it's a great opportunity for our players to, to match up against some of the other top youth players from around the U.S. and around the world. And I think it, was, it just gave us another kind of feather in the cap that we're doing the right things and we're continuing to grow forward. And, and now you get to see you know, five of these young men out here on the field. Throw came in from Louisville City on the far sideline. Two teams just really trading possession right now in the middle. Goes all the way back to the goalkeeper who sends it long for FCK into the center circle. And here come the Red Devils looking for a third. Puhash, head full of steam, battling with Manny Perez. Perez, a sliding challenge, and it's out of play. Last touch by Puhash of FCK. Manny Perez, a phenomenal, in my opinion anyway, Mario, a phenomenal one-on-one defender. Whenever he goes to the ground, he seems like he wins the ball, and he did it there again. From a loose city perspective, to have Manny get these minutes and get ready for you know maybe even the Saturday, uh, it's invaluable. Yeah, he looks great out there. He's been getting up and down, defending great. I'm excited that he's going to be back for us. A phenomenal piece for Louisville City in his second year with the team after signing last season. Player with MLS experience for Austin FC. Also went overseas briefly with Celtic. Very talented right back. Still at a relatively young age for Lou City at 24. Is now with Del Piccolo on the inside right for the boys in purple. Back to Rashid, the right center back. He has it now near midfield. Forward to Chavez on the inside right, drifting backward. Now into the center circle is Wes Sharpie as Louisville tries to switch fields. Sharpie, a long ball to the far sideline where it's brought down there by a youngster for Louisville City. That was Jack Travis. Travis, though, couldn't work his way toward the penalty area, and it's a turnover. Here comes FCK with a poku, a 50-yard run for a poku. Here's a ball forward, Lobinger, last opportunity. It's a collision between Danny Fondes and Manny Perez, and the flag ultimately goes up. 
an ugly moment for Louisville City and perhaps a dangerous one as well. Not much they could really do about it, though. The ball was through, looking for Lobinger, who was unmarked, running behind. Manny Perez was chasing him. Danny Fondez comes off of his line. Both slide in for the ball. Fondez with his hands and Perez with his feet, and they collided, and Danny Fondez is down hurt right now. And this is the last thing you want to see in an international friendly and exhibition game that has no bearing on your season. Just an awkward ball in behind, and those two collided, and Danny Fondaz a little bit shaken up here with just over four minutes to go plus stoppage time in the game. Uh, Danny came out really brave. Uh, I mean, he showed his quality tonight, that's for sure, and um, I expect that's the short of, of Danny doing that, you know, putting his, his body on the line even in an exhibition game. I mean, you'll see other games where keepers would, would constantly, you know, maybe pull out of that, and, and Danny was fully committed to it and, and made the, another big save. Um, can't say enough about the performance Danny's had tonight. Danny Fontes back to his feet here as he's being checked out by the Louisville City training staff, and Fontes appears to be okay. Rolls the ball forward, and he's going to take this free kick at, that the referee awarded. So just a moment, maybe got the brunt end of the cleats for Manny Perez there to Danny Fontes, and just needed a moment to collect himself. So a fifth-third free kick here for Louisville City, just to the top of their penalty area. With just over three minutes to go, plus stoppage time, a 2-1 game, FC Kaiser Slaughter. out of Germany with the lead here. All three goals scored in the first half. Two for Kaiser Slaughter and scored by the American international Terrence Boyd. And the one goal for Louisville City scored, it was the opening goal, by Enoch Matiti Mushigalusa. Louisville City with the ball here with Rashid, the right center back, into the attacking half. Clips the ball over the top, looking for Colin Elder making a run down the middle. In a crowd of red jerseys, he couldn't find it. It's cleared away by FCK. They play it long forward to Lobinger, who's just held back by Wes Sharpie. A little bit cynically there, but once again, Louisville City has been exposed on the break tonight, and Sharpie just holding him back, trying to end that counter. He's booked for it as well. A world of beer yellow card to Wes Sharpie of Louisville City. Yeah, we're leaving ourselves again 1v1 when we lose the ball. And, you know, quite honestly, Wes has to make that foul to keep the the FCK from counterattacking. So FCK sends that free kick all the way back to their goalkeeper. They now have it with Elvetti, the right center back. Back to the goalkeeper, Spahic. He sends it long into the attacking half for the guests here. Lobinger with a header. Looking for Redondo. Cut out by Jabari Rashid. Falls back to him now. He plays it to Manny Perez on the ground. Perez trying to dribble forward. Gives it up to Chavez. Deep in the midfield for Louisville City. Now wide left for the boys in purple is once again Travis playing as the left back here. Jack Travis, one of the youngsters, off the bench. Now Sharpie to the left of the center circle. Long diagonal to the near sideline. Sharpie to Manny Perez. Chests it down on the near sideline. In the attacking half. Dribbles in field about 10 yards. Drops it off backward to Rashid. Again, Louisville City with plenty of possession in the second half. And have had a couple of good chances. Just have not been able to find the back of the net to tie the game. The best chance coming from Paolo Del Piccolo on a shot that was saved by the FCK goalkeeper. Here's a turnover from Louisville City. And once again, the red shirts are streaming forward dangerously. Ball through towards Apoku, who was just veered off the ball by Wes Sharp. He just got his body, did Wes, between Apoku and the ball. And ultimately, the ball rolls to Danny Fondez, who comes off of his line to collect it. Yeah, but similar again. We, we gave it the ball away in a bad spot. We're, we're exposed. We're open up. Uh, kind of an unforced turnover and another opportunity for FCK to counter. If there's been one thing to learn in the second half, especially for Kaiser Slattern, is that 
they have plenty of speed and plenty of talent. And when you give them the ball, if they break the other way, uh, it's been very, very threatening. All of their chances really in the second half, and they've had some good ones have come from the break. Here they come again after a long ball from Louisville City was not collected by a purple jersey. It's Puhash on the left side for FCK. He's going to put in a cross. It's blocked by Rashid and out for an FCK throw on the near side, the left, to end that little counter moment. Puhash will take the throw. Yeah, it's been interesting to watch your point for FCK on, on their side of it. They're really dangerous on the counterattack. The speed they have, it's, again, a little bit different in the first half with a little more control, where this half it's uh, all counterattack with a lot of speed. Well, with FCK now looking to put in a cross was one of the substitutes, Reinheimer. Instead, he played it with his right foot backward to the Elvedi along the back line. Now Elvedi to the far sideline. Here is Gibbs, who was a substitute in the second half, came on for a substitute. Gibbs with it now on the right side, just outside of the Louisville, Louisville City box. Into a poku on the inside right. Tried to play back to Gibbs. Ball was a little bit behind him. Does really well to retrieve it and keep it in play under pressure there from Rasmus Tellison of Louisville City. It's still with FCK in the center circle here. It is with winning, and we have moved into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. Referee is at a minimum of two minutes here as FCK looks for a third goal. Lobinger drops it off to a teammate now, just about 25 yards from goal, battling with a Louisville City player. Now to Opoku on the far sideline. His cross toward the six-yard box and stabbed behind by Wes Sharpie. It'll be a Kaiser Slaughter uh, corner kick on the far side, their right. That was a little more of the rhythm you saw from FCK in the first half, where the ball goes wide, get numbers in the box, and, and another really good early dangerous cross from them. So it'll be Apoku once again to take it. Aaron Apoku, a 24-year-old, made 20 appearances last year for this team, scored a pair of goals, over 100 senior league appearances in his career. He's been very lively in the second half, and FCK perhaps just trying to take the air out of the ball right now at the end of this friendly. Play it short. They're knocking it around the far sideline. Zimmer Hattie plays it toward the end line, and it will eventually creep out of play, and it'll be a goal kick here as the Louisville City defending was done there by Jack Travis as he just held off an FCK player, Travis, did to win that goal kick for Louisville City. Yeah, he did well to get his body between him and the defender and see the ball out for the goal kick. So if Louisville City's going to tie this friendly, they'll have to do it here very soon. We are in stoppage time. Louisville City with the ball. Rashid with a long ball forward, driven towards Palado Piccolo. Louisville City can't collect it. Some ragged legs out there right now for Louisville City. Here's Redondo for FCK. An opportunity to shoot on the left side, and it goes into the side netting. A left-footed hit there from Kevin Prince Redondo. And from a very tight angle, tried to go for the headlines there in the goal and ultimately put it well wide. Not really a threat to Danny Fondes. That might just be the last opportunity for FCK in this game. Yeah, we'd like to have seen us get a little bit more forward. We've kept possession in the midfield, but not too much behind them. Long ball over the top from West Sharpie looking for Colin Elder, who's chasing it with a head full of steam, but he's second to it beaten to it by an FCK player, Elvedi. And before Elvedi can do anything with it, the referee has blown his whistle to end this first ever international friendly for Louisville City FC. And it's the guests from Germany who have come into Lynn Family Stadium and come out with a victory. Three goals between the two teams all in the first half. And FCK with two-thirds of the three goals. They win it by a final score of 2-1. to one. An entertaining, eventful game before a crowd of over 7,000 here tonight on a rainy evening in Louisville, Kentucky. Plenty to talk about in the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game show, which comes your way next. Again, the final score, FC Kaiser Slattern 2, Louisville City 1. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer on ESPN Louisville.
It's time for the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-match show. Now, back to Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome back into Lynn Family Stadium, where a large contingent of FC Kaiser Slaughter fans are currently standing and applauding their team in the far left corner from where we sit here at Lynn Family Stadium. A good showing of red clad supporters and they are showing appreciation for their team they won it tonight two to one was the final score in favor of kaiser slaughter over louisville city fc in this first ever international friendly for lou city in this their ninth season of their history this post game presented to you by the kentucky office of highway safety the final score as we mentioned two to one in favor of kaiser slaughter was brought to you by the gorski law office Tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match was Enoch Matiti Mushigalusa. Got nearly 50% of the vote from you, the Louisville City fans. He scored Louisville's lone goal tonight in the first half. A nice finish with his left foot from distance outside the box. And for future reference, if you're listening to us here on ESPN Louisville, every Louisville City game, in about the 75th minute or so, the Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match poll opens. You can vote in it on Twitter at the Louisville City official Twitter account, twitter.com slash Lou City. I'm Jeff Milby, Lou City and Racing Louisville Academy Director Mario Sanchez is our guest analyst tonight. It's been a joy to hang out with him and watch this game. Uh, Mario, in the first half, an entertaining game, I think an even game between the two teams. FCK took their chances when they had them. Terrence Boyd with both goals for them, the American International. The second half, FCK made 11 changes at halftime. Louisville City with a number of changes as well, including uh, several academy products to come onto the field. So the second half was a little bit choppier, a little bit without flow, but FCK certainly had chances on the counterattack. And Louisville City with really one big chance to tie the game. Palado Piccolo forced a save from the FCK goalkeeper. Um, all things considered, this is a game without bearing on the standings. It's a game where a lot of guys just trying to get some fitness from Louisville City's perspective. What do you make of, of what we saw tonight? Yeah, as we discussed, you know, before the game, it, this is a tricky game for Danny because you, know, you got a, a league game coming up on Saturday. We just played this past weekend, um, and at the same time, guys want to play in this game. So I think what Danny gets out of it, look, the huge thing is you got Manny Perez, some really good minutes. You know, you know, Manny's a, a huge factor for the team moving forward for us to make a good run you know in the regular season the postseason so you see something like that which i thought manny was great i mean he didn't look like he missed a beat Niall mccabe gets some minutes you know they're really conservative you know we after he got about probably 15 20 minutes took him back off but to get someone like like nile some minutes and at the same time you know you're getting guys like marin powell minutes you know getting guys who needed game minutes that it's 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 hard to do in a regular season game so from from danny's perspective you got to love that because you can never replicate training to what you just saw right now tonight. You know, even though it's an exhibition, you saw the first half. It was real. Um, you know, really impressed by Terrence Boyd and, and that whole first group that they came out from FCK's perspective. And, and I thought put on a good show. They represented their club really well. And the same thing for our guys the first half. I thought it was a good show for the, for the fans. You go into the second half, and again, you know, from an academy director side, it's great to have our players, you know, get some minutes uh, against a, a really good team and for them to understand what the pace is like. You know, it's not obviously fully real, but, you, you know, they get the, uh, a game atmosphere to play in front of the crowd, which is invaluable for their learning experience. Um, and again, you look back to, I go back to Marvin Powell because I think he needs, he needs these games, and I thought, you know, the second half it was great to see him not put his head down 
and 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 worry about the first half that he came out of the second half and, and put himself about so that's good and then you know talk about for me the man of the match was danny in goal um you know you know often the goal scorers get the love from the crowd and i get that but i thought danny was phenomenal you know so again if you're danny cruz that makes you feel good because now you got another goalkeeper that gets a, a real game played fantastic huge saves so if you're Danny Cruz, you feel good about that position now because you know you got somebody who's who's game ready. And for Danny Fondez, the goalkeeper, he's battled some injury this year. He's also just been sort of passed up in the pecking order in goal by, by Oliver Zimla, the rookie who came in and won the number one job. So for him to get a game, and not only get a game, but be called into action yeah. and come up big with a couple of saves, it's good for his confidence, I would think, as well, that in the event something happens and his number gets called later down in the season, he knows that he can come in cold off the bench so to speak correct and and contribute and, and make some stops for his team it's it's one of the hardest positions because i mean you, you can't just throw a keeper in to get a minutes and in a field players obviously you can and to your point as a coach you, you never know when an injury is going to happen and you know there's some seasons where you know the goal the starting goalkeeper plays almost a whole year and then unfortunately maybe get injured at the very end of the season and that's a nervous place to be as a coach if your number two hasn't got you know really any true game minutes and you know for danny to get this in and you know, to your point, to have to make some saves, I mean, he'll tell you he doesn't want to have to make them, but at the same time, I think he'll tell you that he's thankful that he did because that keeps him sharp. You know what I mean? So that, that was great to see. A lot of positives, and we'll continue to talk about some of them. But just briefly, one thing that really stood out over the course of the game was, particularly in the second half, was, was one, relatively poor turnovers from Louisville City. Um, a couple of times, you know, Nimo Cape one time just wasn't looking at the ball. Yeah. That's something that will come with rhythm and, and game fitness, so to speak, for yeah. him because he's been out. Uh, but the concerning thing, if you want to, you know, draw something out of this game for Louisville City, was that when those poor turnovers happened, FCK was the yeah. other way in a flash and really exposed Louisville City on the counter. Yeah. Is that something that, given that this is a friendly, can you really look at that and take that out of the game? Or is that just, do you kind of throw it away when you're evaluating because it's a friendly? That's, that's a great question. I, I think, you, you know, Danny's going to look at the video and each moment, because there'll be some moments where it could be just a young player making a young mistake, right? To your point, the one on Nile, you know what I mean? Nile's trying to get back in rhythm. But there's other moments where Danny's going to look at it and say, all right, guys, we can't be this open. You know what I mean? We can't give the ball away in this position. And it, it might be some of his older players. So, you know, for Danny to go back and, you know, he'll spend some time on this. I mean, he, he's not going to completely go crazy and overanalyze it. But at the same time, he, he does have to make some coaching points. And I know Danny, he will. You know, that's going to help them, you know, not only for this Saturday, but for the rest of the season. Yeah, that's a quick turnaround as well to point out for Louisville City. Saturday, here at home against Las Vegas Lights, they are the last place team in the USL Championship. They're out in the Western Conference. So an opportunity on paper, Louisville City, a team looking to put some wins together, put some good results together in the standings in, in regular season league play. An opportunity for the boys in purple here at home to take on a team that's struggling right now. You'd expect a good crowd on a Saturday night. Tickets available, though, lucity.com slash tickets, 502-L-O-U-C-I-T-Y to get your seats for that game. Hopefully it will be a good show. But for Danny Cruz and for these players, coming off of a trip to Phoenix last weekend, they had to turn around and play this game. Not quickly, it's it's back to getting ready for another game almost immediately tomorrow when they show up for work. Yeah, again, that's why it was tricky because, you know, he did keep out, you know, a decent amount of guys who didn't even suit up, you know, today. Um, I know they did, you know, a little bit of a workout, but to your point, tomorrow is going to be a mix of recovery and, and prep work, you know, right after it. And then, you know, Friday, you really, you know, prepare your game plan, and then you play Saturday, you know. So it, it is it is a tricky week, but, you know, 
Danny and Simon and Budnick are, are well prepared. And you know, one thing I know they've been preparing for for Las Vegas the last few days as well. So, you know, I think Danny said in his press conference, you know, yeah, they they wanted to make sure they the players had enough information for for this game, but at the same time, you know, they want to make sure that you know the focus is on Saturday. More to talk about here on the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame show. Let's take a timeout again. The final score tonight, FC Kaiser Slaudern comes into Lynn Family Stadium from Germany and defeats Louisville City in their first ever international friendly by a final score of 2-1. to one. Racing Louisville in action this weekend as well, and also the big news, Savannah DeMello going to the World Cup. We'll chat about that when we come back. Again, this is the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame show on ESPN Louisville. Welcome back. Our final segment of tonight's broadcast here from Lynn Family Stadium, the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game show following a losing night for Louisville City. 2-1 to one was the final score. FC Kaiser Slaudern out of Germany coming in and defeating the boys in purple in this international friendly, an exhibition match here tonight at Lynn Family Stadium. Racing Louisville, huge news for them today. We touched on it briefly at halftime, but it's good enough to repeat and talk about again, Mario Sanchez. Savannah DeMello called into the U.S. Women's National Team for the World Cup. It is the cherry on top of what has been a really excellent season for her. She's burst into the national scene in, in the league in a big, big way. She's kind of been a player that, you know, you knew the talent was there, so she was the fourth overall pick out of USC, uh, had a great rookie season, but has taken a step forward, I think, yeah. in a big way this year, scoring goals. She scored eight goals across all competitions, three assists as well across both the Challenge Cup and regular season play. She's really blossoming into a star for racing Louisville. And what I want to say to the sports listening public out in Louisville, Kentucky, if you're in your car, listen to ESPN 680, and, and you're hearing us here, Savannah DeMello is worth the price of admission. <laughs> she is an absolute star in the making. And she's heading to the World Cup to play with the best players in the world for arguably the best team in the world, the two-time defending world champions, the United States. It's just huge for her and huge for racing Louisville. Yeah, amen. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think, I hope people realize what a big deal this is. You know, the average sports fan. Do the soccer fan know? Of course. But the average sports fan to understand that here in, in our hometown in Louisville that we literally have one of the best players in this country. And I would argue right now Savannah's in the top three or four women's professional soccer players in this country hands down i can't say the world because you know you know i don't have all the you know the information but hands down right now nwsl and obviously she got player of the month okay she is one of the top players in in the country she deserves this i'm, I'm absolutely looking forward to seeing her i i expect her to play in the world cup not just be on the roster she's a game changer um i think if Vlaco uses her the right way she can actually be a game changer um, and then the second side of it is Savannah is one of the best human beings you can meet. She's out there after every game signing autographs. I mean, she's the most humble person. She absolutely loves the game. She has a passion for the game. It, it could not happen to a better person. And then to talk about racing Louisville right now, they are in action Saturday night at North Carolina. They will be without DeMello for that game and for the next little while as she goes to the World Cup, as you can understand. But this is a team that is has been growing all year, and they're really finding themselves right now. They've... Uh, coming off of a couple of back-to-back -back wins here at Lynn Family Stadium over Houston in the Challenge Cup and then most recently over Gotham uh, over the weekend in a game that was nationally televised on CBS. They won it 2 to nothing. Uh, wh what have you made out of this racing team? As you mentioned earlier in the broadcast, not only were you the interim head coach a couple of years ago, you were working with them in the entire season last year, so you know a lot of these players really well in and out. Um, what have you seen from them? Why, why have they started to click? 
and, and what's been most impressive about their success that they've had this year? Yeah, I think, one, people need to realize it's a fun game to watch. Um, you know, obviously, I come to every game, but like Sunday in particular, it was really fun to watch. I thought the soccer on display w- was fantastic by a lot of our players. I think what's changed, we were an expansion team. You know what I mean? I think people like this city, you know, wants to win, which is great. We should, right? You know, whether it's, you know, Lou City fans, you know what I mean, L fans, UK fans, and you can go on and on, right? We want winners, which we all do, okay? But at the same time, we're an expansion team, you know what I mean? And there's a lot of other factors that went into, you know what I mean, how, you know, how the club started, and, you know, it, it was rough. But now you look at the players we brought in, you know what I mean, we have some legitimately world-class players on our team. I would argue right now that we're probably one of the funnest teams to watch in the whole entire NWSL. Um, so I would just encourage sports fans. This is not a soccer thing. Sports fans need to come out and watch, you know what I mean, I think when, you know, this team develop and grow. I expect us to compete for a championship. You know, right now we've got, we got to make, get some wins. You know, we have a lot of ties, which is uh, unfortunate because, you know, in soccer, you know, the way the standings work, you get three points for a win and only one for a tie. But we're right there. We can play with anybody. We can beat anybody. Um, we, you know, we need to get some wins under our belt. Sunday is going to be a really tough game. North Carolina is on a good run. Um, I think they're like 5-0-1 in their last six. Um, very well coached. They have some good players themselves. Um, it's going to be a big game for us in the standings. But I, ultimately, I do expect this to be you know, right there in contention come the end of the season. And it's not just Savannah DeMello that is world-class. You point out the players are world-class. It's not just DeMello going to the World Cup. There are lots of World Cup players in this team. Ari Borges for Brazil, Wang Shuang for China, um, on and on and on. Ochina Kanu for Nigeria, yeah. uh, Timby Kantlana, a, a South African international. Yeah. So much talent. I mean, legitimately world-class talent. You mentioned earlier talking about Savannah DeMello being one of the best three or four best players in the league. I mean, there are arguments, but the NWSL is right there as the best league in the world one of the two best leagues in the world. Yep. So if she's one of the hottest players here, she's one of the hottest players in the world. Yep. So I, I second your point, and I'm thrilled that you're making it. Yep. Uh, if you're a sports fan, if yep. you like sports, yep. if you are listening to this station, come out to watch Racing yep. Louisville play. They are phenomenal. They are fun to watch, and they're starting. They're figuring out how to win. Yep. This is a team on the rise, yep. on the cusp. You want to be here for yep. it. It takes time to, to build a culture. I mean, again, everyone has to, to realize that. I mean, it, it takes time. And, you know what I mean, and some of the stuff that, that's happened – you know, put us, you know, set us back 100%, right? And now we're, we're, we're growing as an organization, we're growing as a team, and we're starting to see the fruits of everyone's labor and everyone's pulling together. The culture of, of the team is it's phenomenal. I mean, again, I get to, um, you know, still help out a little bit and I get to see them all at the facility. The culture is fantastic, you know? And so, again, you're, we're finally starting to see all that come together. Uh, it's tough because right now, you know, we're on a good run, and then, the, you know, they're going to have a potential, you have the World Cup break coming on. Um, which it's a little bit unfortunate. Same time, right? It's the World Cup, so obviously we're happy for that. Um, but again, it's going to be. I think the the next you know three four months for on the racing side is exciting to see. And again, like you said, sports fans, you know, Louisville fans, right? People who are proud of our city need to come out and support this team. So it's Saturday night, June twenty fourth. The next opportunity to watch racing Louisville in action. They're at North Carolina. That is on Paramount Plus at seven o'clock Saturday night. Their next home game isn't for a couple of weeks. It is in the regular season. There's going to be a lot of Challenge Cup games coming up. But the regular season coming up on Friday, July 7th. That's the next opportunity to see them here at Lynn Family Stadium. That's an 8 o'clock kickoff that night against the Kansas City Current. It is racingloufc.com slash tickets or 502-L-O-U-C-I-T-Y. 502-Lou City is the phone number. $8 student tickets. 
all-you-can-eat ticket options, affordable general admission tickets. You don't want to miss out, so those are the places to go for that. Uh, let's wrap it up. Let's let Zach in the studio go home. I know he's ready to. Uh, Mario, it's been it's been really cool. I enjoyed hanging out with you. Enjoyed talking to you tonight, and uh, and phenomenal job. It was, it was a fun game. To, to certainly didn't go Louisville City's way, but a fun game. Yeah, I appreciate it, Jeff. Uh, really enjoyed it. And again, for, you know, for me. Uh, just to, to be around you know, these opportunities, I, I thank you. And anytime you need me, just call. So this has been the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game show. We will next speak to you tomorrow night for Soccer City, 6 o'clock on these same stations, and then Saturday night here at Lynn Family Stadium when Louisville City takes on the Las Vegas Lights. That's an 8 o'clock kick. Tickets available at lucity.com slash tickets. Or if you're not here, you can listen to us here on ESPN 680 and 105.7 beginning at 7 45 for our pregame coverage. Final score tonight, Kaiser Slaughter out of Germany comes in and wins it 2-1 and an entertaining international friendly before a crowd of over 7,000 here at Lynn Family Stadium on a rainy night. Uh, a memorable one for many here in Butchertown. That'll do it for us this evening. For Mario, for Zach back in the studio, I'm Jeff saying thanks and so long. We will talk to you tomorrow night on Soccer City. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it, but then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com.